Doggy Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television and film via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is still not safe for little ears. And there's a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. When you're listening to episode four of season three of Doggett Club. Oh man. Oh man. A lot oh, of good man. things happening in this episode. We yeah. go long, guys. We that's kind of the, long, that's the, that's the name of this podcast now. Doggett Club, colon, boy, do we go long. <laughs> 1992. Dos. 1992. Yes. Uh, let's, do, let's, let's do it. And yeah. so and much second more. Grade, second grade, and baby. So much more. I was in second grade. I was just getting into movies. I was just getting into, like, the next year or two is when I got into wrestling, and, ah, this is the prime of our lives. Yep. It's a beaut. Yeah, it's a good it's it's a, it's a good episode. We cover a lot of content in this oh. episode, but I think we really, we're enjoying being back after a year yeah, and figuring, a half. Figuring it out. Figuring it out. It's so, been a while. We're yeah. different people. <laughs> so rate us, subscribe to us. we And listen to us. And follow us on Twitter. Uh, have we been updating Twitter lately? No, but let's start. I actually Twitter. for a while, due to Elon, I kind of deleted Twitter dot phone. But I, I, I downloaded slash Doggett Club, Club. and yeah. uh, we'll see you right after the rest of this music. Oh wow! That doesn't tell you what year we're going to talk about today. The title of this episode probably will. So. If we put the number uh, on there, but we will. We will. Uh, it's been a tick, huh, guys? Uh, yeah. It's been a tick. Uh, I'm a completely different person than I was two episodes ago. <laughs> or one episode, probably. Oh, I mean, you think about the last two. The last one we did in 2001, and the one before that, what, the middle of the pandemic, before the pandemic? Um. Just, uh, we had one where hey, we had starting a this, starting this one off breezy. Yeah, about the COVID virus. Yeah, Prince you know, Lee. we had a COVID episode. It COVID wasn't wasn't really popular. It was it wasn't that great because <laughs> we did it remote. 
And things, um, things weren't. Things we we jive better no, when we're know, in person. The last the three episodes before were October, November, and December of the same it was, year. It was oh, a 2020 recap. We had a little. That was the co- post COVID. We were that. we were okay, going for the last four. My episodes. least favorite episode, by the way, is probably episode 37 yeah, of season two. Yeah. This one's gonna be better. Let's hope. Will it? Uh-huh. <laughs> We've had a lot of complaints a, over the years. You we know? have a banger. <laughs> you know, I don't. Well, you know, we so, uh, a banger year. There's a lot of things to talk about of what's happened in the last, you know, whatever, right. two years. We're going to talk about And we're going to talk about a lot movies. of shit. We're going to yeah. talk about our spreadsheet with our remember our spreadsheet, rankings everybody? of television shows we've watched. That nobody which, can see. Of which we've watched. Yeah, fuck. I'm, it's just for us. It's, it's just for us. It's private. Just, yeah. We're also too dumb to figure out how to make it work. So shut up. Um, who'd want to look at it? Our own friends don't want to participate, and then they don't participate. So right. Shit, right? Yeah, they try. Um, I don't know. Probably whatever. Uh, it's just a decades-long project we've been working on. That's you know, yeah. Uh, so like I said, we're gonna talk about 1992 Whoa. movies. We're gonna talk, and that'll be some tangents. We're gonna talk about our spreadsheet with our and uh, some changes were made. Yeah. I'm still holding strong with Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso, honestly, guys, with this current season that's going on, yeah. It <gasps> There's also something I want to say. We're going to talk a lot about something very deep later in the show. What? Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just bullshitting. <laughs> like, this, this, this show not is not the, deep. Not the place, not the time. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So and, uh, I think the bird you, thought that yeah, was funny. If you, can, if you listen into the background there, uh, I have recovered, but my 40 year old. Double yellow-headed Amazon parrot is gonna. She just there. You, there she, she is. Wants to be a part just, of it. Just ambiance, you know. Uh, my other bird, a cockatoo, who's much younger, uh, sounds like a screen door, but he's much quieter. So yeah. they're they're the unofficial co-hosts. And I think that speaks to our environment that has changed. We used to be in a totally different place when we did the show, yep. um, and right. we're in a new my new house, a new studio. This is our new house, third different house that we podcasted in. Yeah. And what we have right in front of us, ladies and gentlemen, is a three monitors, and on one of them has uh, Justin's more or less his audio uh, recording area where he can do things and make noises. And then in the other one, in the middle one, we have uh, our spreadsheet and our new um, anchor to this season, which is the talking about a year. The year. You know what? And I think we should start out with... We don't want to spoil any more TV shows for people. We want this to be a more listenable, casual, fun, breezy podcast. You can just flick on while you're washing your Little shit. Washing your panties. (laughs) Um... So we're just gonna, we're gonna talk about some nostalgia, some movies. So we use a random year generator. Do it until we get under the you know a year we haven't done obviously yep and we hit 1992 guys that's why we played Aladdin I mean looking at the top ten it's a it's a good good year for movies it was banger after banger after it was just one that let the early to mid 90s I'd like to start off just by going over the top ten and then we can scroll and kind of see the ones that really need to be recognized I I was born in the 80s and I lived through most of the 80s. 
But oh man, those early mid nineties. Oh yeah, mm. this is a big era here. Mm. All right, Justin, go ahead, hit us with the top ten. So number ten movie from nineteen ninety two, and this is based on box office in, Dom- domestic. I mean, well, no, it's worldwide, this, but but they didn't. I don't know. We're not we're for, using. What are we using? Some fucking for for certain for. Let's just disclose it for certain foreign um, revenues from the box office. It looks like they mm-hmm. don't have the mm-hmm. data, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it says worldwide, but it's domestic for a lot of them. But for Aladdin, for instance, it did get it. So it just depends on the movie. We're using <laughs> boxofficemojo.com as no a reference. Just, just no, one really cares. no, no, but no one cares anyway no one really cares. <laughs> for credibility. I guess. Yeah, mm. we're using this list, and this you just is what listen to used. the names of the movies, and you're like, yeah, that's. Obviously, but number ten, a league of their own, which no, is I've watched it probably I, will, I honestly countless times. Yeah, not because I'm like, oh boy, guys, let's go watch our bi-weekly viewing of league of their own, but it's like always on. Yeah, it's, TBS or it's wherever. It's just because it's what that perfect blend of like funny and watchable and not dirty. Right. I don't have a lot to say about a league of their own. I I watched it a long time ago and I, I have show is supposed to be seen really it in good. a while. The show is supposed to be Yeah, like, there has been a remake great. lately, yeah. Uh recently. A uh, remake? <gasps> a <laughs> reboot? <laughs> and uh Ryan yeah, well, Taco yeah. loves a good reboot, yeah. Uh number 9, Basic Instinct with Kate It's a vagina movie. Basinger? Uh, or Kate, Kim her? Basinger. Kim and, Basinger. And, I don't know it. Uh was it right? I'm not sure oh, who God, the guy was. Not Robert Redford. Well, who's the guy from? Uh, <laughs> Robert I don't know. Fucking what is Basic it? The, the, instinct. The guy from? Nope. Hold on. I can do it without you saying. Uh, I've got my eyes closed. Okay. It's I know who the it guy is. from Pretty Woman, right? No. Fuck. Richard Gere. Nope. It's not Richard Gere. No, it's Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Oh, it's close enough. Yeah. Close. <laughs> Both gray-haired men. Whatever. Yeah. It's. I. I don't think I. I might have watched it many moons ago. I don't know. It's a. Mostly, it's people. If it didn't have the scene with Kim Basinger uncrossing her legs and crossing them again, that's a different movie too. That's not Basic Instinct. Nope. You were talking. You were uh, re- referencing Sharon Stone oh, in shit. another movie. Sharon Stone. What that? Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's not Basic Instinct. Sharon Stone. Well, I don't know shit then. Wow. Nope. Yep. Was she in that movie no, too? No, we we no. Basic. She was. That's who we were. Oh, that's who did. It wasn't, it wasn't Kim Basinger. Kim Basinger. Was, it was it was Sharon Stone. Well, Sharon Stone and Michael weird. Douglas. Yes. We, so Sharon Stone and Michael. So Sharon so Stone know, crossing her, whatever. This obviously shows yep. that we did yep. not research this yep. before no, we started. Off the cuff, well, we can't. It's yeah. a random thing, yeah, so we don't true. know what we're getting we're into. Shit, bro. But that's proof. Yeah, we have no idea. But it also shows we're not that familiar with that movie like i said no, outside yeah. of the fact we what did we remember oh the, the vagina yeah it um, looks really depressing on the just, cover if you look yeah, at it it's, it's yeah. like <laughs> cheating and, and and psycho lady i don't know uh, maybe i'll watch it one day uh, number eight number eight wayne's world wayne's world uh one of the first snl movies that probably i was thinking the same thing made, money. made it big a Actual big splash money. yeah what? I mean, well, Blues Brothers, but there I don't, was others. Honestly, I don't, I don't really count Blues Brothers as an SNL. I know people wasn't it Coneheads was, was Coneheads before this. I don't know if that was even successful. I remember it uh, vaguely. I think it came out after. After okay, Rain's Rain's so, I mean, ninety two. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. That was probably mid late movie. Coneheads was the following year. Okay, so I was close. Yeah, yeah. No, not a bad. Close. Okay, Taco. We're seven. Uh, Wayne. Oh, we're not going to talk about uh, Wayne's World. We can talk about Wayne's World. I really like Wayne's World. Me too. World. I fucking. Wayne's World is a fun Wayne's movie. Uh, I think Wayne's I like World was the, the first time we saw Rob Lowe really in a funny role. 
It's great. And Rob Lowe and uh, the second one with uh, Walken. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wayne. Wow. Evan does it very better. I, <laughs> do I, I barely do him. What, so that? many people do his, his him Rob perfectly. Lowe, He's Rob an Lowe easy was in the first wow. one, right? Oh, or was Rob Lowe was one? the the second one was was Walken because Walken tried to marry Tia Carrere oh, and Wayne did the whatever your name is on the and it was the wrong church. He's like, just, sorry, sorry. Okay, yeah. Well, what was that scene where he repl- where he stops at a gas station? It's probably my favorite scene in the second one. Where he stops at a gas station and he's uh, talking to the, a- the 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 gas station. No, Rob Lowe was part asking two. where the church on a certain yeah. street, like Pennyworth Street, and he's and all, he goes, "Wait, time out. Is this actor the best we can do?" And they pull the old man yeah. out of the scene and they put in Charlton Heston. He's like, "Ah." <laughs> 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 I don't remember what the street was, but like, ah, Jay Bird Street. I, knew, I mean, I knew a girl from Jay Bird Street. You know, Wayne's and, Wayne, and, and he's just standing there nodding like, yeah, man, this is so much better. Going from Wayne Fuck to Austin funny. Powers, like Mike Myers was just. Well, he doesn't have to work anymore. Yeah. He was just like, he's not that guy that needs to be a billionaire. And he made like several Stone Cold classics and was like, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. okay. Yeah. I'm going to hang out with my family. I'm good. Bye. I, I absolutely love it when actors or musicians just sort of like go out with I, a bang on their own terms kind of yeah i'm good guys i got enough I'm money gonna, to live the rest of my life i'm good rick moranis and then just kind of or people that just sort of enjoy their fame right <laughs> my, bird, <laughs> my bird really loves to hear people talk yeah, yeah. So i might need to rearrange where they are well, maybe maybe at our first break we can See if we can do something about that. But Her cage is a thousand pounds. Number seven is yeah. the bodyguard, uh, which I watched within the past year. Bobby, I'm on buy a cocaine, Bobby. Oh, oh no. Uh, the bodyguard is that the one with Bobby Whitney Brown Houston and Kevin Whitney. Costner? Okay, yeah. And then oh another, yeah, oh, okay. Wait, 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 I have one. I have one scene I remember, and that's he's got the pistol and the cam. The camera is that. Sound familiar to, yeah. to anybody? Okay, yeah. What's the song? Because you love me. Isn't that, isn't that I the, will always love you. Yeah. Pretty good. And then she developed a very bad drug habit and died. Uh-huh. Um, moving but, on. Bodyguard. Blech. Let's go to this really good movie that's next. Fuck that. Sister Act. Sister Act was great. I unabashedly. I like Sister Act. I like Sister Act a lot. This is the first one that I can I say it. with I solidly it. that I little, like a little, lot. All the little nuns. Fuck. Now, I, I probably like Wayne's World more than Sister Act. It's a different sort of comedy, obviously. Yeah. But they were, it was right there, like, when these movies, probably a year or two later, when they were on VHS, it was about 93, 94, 95, I, they were like VHS movies. Yeah. I watched the butt off of some of these like i i I just i had the i had the cassette tape soundtrack to wayne's world i think i had the cassette tape cassette tape soundtrack to sister act no in fact (laughs) i had the cassette tape soundtrack to aladdin uh to batman returns to sister act and to wayne's world cassettes in a little pearly clicky clacky case yep for all of those yeah i think sister act was one of those movies that made you kind of feel good. Yeah. It was a happy movie. Happy movie. Had, a little, had a little, just little, enough action. A little nuns. Yeah. A little bit of tension. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Older but, nun. Watching. Have you seen that actress before? 
the big one that couldn't really sing, but she was funny yeah. and kind of like talked like this. Whenever I think of Sister Act, I always think of that scene in the movie where they're singing the new, you know, beats in church, and then some of those people from out in the street like, start wow. walking. Whoa, man, How look at that. Church, yeah. man. Oh, it's cool. And um, the, the pastor kind of... The- yeah, he, he motions them in. Yeah, the, come on, come that, on in. Come on like, in. That absolute that guy actor that played the pr- the priest yeah. in that movie. You're like, I that, know, yeah. Well, there's, of course, there, there's like two tiers of that guy, quote unquote, that guy. It's like there's like, oh yeah, or then there's like, I've seen you. I've seen you in something. I've seen you, you sneaky but guy. I don't course, know who the part you are, but I, mean, I know you. Whoopi Goldberg and Maggie Smith. I mean, yep, Maggie and Smith, Kathy Najimy. Yeah, in the thing that probably made her fame, like I, there's no way Hocus Pocus came out before this. No, I bet Hocus Pocus was after this. Like so this, pro- sure this was probably like was Kathy after. to Jimmy's breakout. Ninety three, following year. And Again, when did when well, did when did King of the Hill debut? King of the Hill, because she's Peggy. Oh, so mid- that's the thing I know her mostly as. Um, mid nineties, right? First episode ninety seven. So it's just this little five year block. Yeah. That's where she 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 blew up. Yeah, she's still talk about you know how often did that happen? Just like a rando becomes like a permanent fixture. Number five, a few good men. Is that you can't handle the truth? You can't handle the truth. <laughs> Tom Cruise and old Jack. You make me want to be a better man. Never dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> Can hey, he say it hey, a little stronger hey, than that? Guess what? I've actually never seen a few good men. I, you know what? You know what? Neither have I. That's it might be. A you can't. I'm pretty sure he says you can't handle. I mean, he yeah. says it loud. Oh, yeah. Like it, the truth. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. I need to probably watch it at some point. It's not streaming anywhere for no. free though. Oh I yeah, because they expect it, you to buy or rent I, that for sure. Tommy, old Tommy, is like, it nope, is you got to buy my movie. Dramatic movie about like. A court, a court case, military guys, and Tom Cruise I mean, plays a lawyer. What is with Jack, these? Jack Nicholson is a uh, is one what, of the. One what's of the, with these covers of these these '90s movies being so blue, dark, dramatic? Yeah, just if the I bodyguard. Want, if I want to watch a movie about a court case, I'll watch My Cousin Vinny. There you go. Yeah. It's about a. Isn't it a military tribunal case? Yeah, I, something like that. And Jack Nicholson's a, one of the. He's an attorney, right? He's like no, a military attorney. Jack or, Nicholson is, is one of the. He's a witness. Witnesses. Yeah, okay. And Tom Cruise is the military attorney. Military attorney guy. Okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, next up. You mean Tom Cruise, as in the only guy that can save us <laughs> from the only one? You know, you know, when you're a Scientologist, <laughs> you know that when you see, you know, somebody crashed on the side of the road. That you're the only one that can help them. <laughs> you're the only one. Uh, we're referencing an actual video. Yeah. If you've ever seen a video of Tom Cruise sort of going, eh, and you know what face I'm talking about. Or laughing. Uh, in a black turtleneck, and it's about Scientology. Watch that. And how do, Mr. Cruise, how do you feel about SPs? SPs! <laughs> you know how crazy he seemed in that clip with Oprah? Before he started dating, or when he started dating Katie Holmes back in the day, and he jumped on the couch, and everyone was like, what's wrong with Tom? Um, he's even more he's in crazy. Love. Like, if you want a video where someone that you know is batshit have their mask slip, watch the video. See, yeah. I, keep, I keep hitting this fucking thing. <laughs> Tom Cruise talking about Scientology <laughs> in the black turtleneck because it is kooky, kooky baddie. Anyway, Number four, Lethal Weapon Three. Lethal Weapon Three. Which... I like the first three Lethal Weapon. They're watchable. Oh yeah, they're very what. Well, but sure. as with most things that he's in. 
I don't really like watching Mel Gibson do anything, even retroactively. I don't. I know. I, think I know I'm he's s- never done anything fucking awful. Is he that? Is he chance. worse than Tom Cruise? I j- I know. <sighs> and, know? I, and hey, and I'll watch. And I, I look a hypocrite right here. I will watch a Lethal Weapon, any of them, anytime, even if it's in the middle. I don't give a shit. I yeah. love even four and five. Oh, I love them. You know, I, I love all of I them. I don't know about five. I don't even. I don't care. think there's a five. I don't but even, I, 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 no, I, no, there's a five. It's I mean, made. It's made um, uh, like on Always Fallout? Sunny. Uh, Fallout. Always oh. Sunny in Philadelphia. They oh, make. They yeah, make. That's right. They make. <laughs> they make lethal, lethal. No, I'm not talking about Lethal Weapon. I'm talking about. Mission Impossible. I watch any Mission yeah. Impossible movie because, and, and I hate. I don't really like Tom Cruise. No, he's a fucking bad person. But oh come on, um, I'll watch. But but with Lethal Weapon, I kind of. I don't like him. I, I don't like, like. I don't like Mel Gibson. I like Number Four with Joe Pesci and Chris Rock. And Joe Pesci. Hey. Joe Pesci. Uh, hey, that was insensitive. Number Three, <laughs> which it seems like we always come around to Batman on this podcast. There's always a Batman. Movie. Number Three, Batman Returns. Okay, was returned. This is uh, this is number two. This is number two. This is still with Michael Keaton, I, I believe. It. I love it. Danny DeVito. So have you as seen? Penguin? Okay, you can't uh, bring up Tom Michael Keaton right now. Um, so have you heard the premise of the new Flash movie? No. Where where he there's this. I'm con- so I'm so distraught I with know, the DC stuff wild. right now. It's I, I'm so very, much. Crap I'm very curious on. what James Gunn's gonna do. But anyway, what the whole because there's this comic book storyline called Flashpoint, where Flash uh, yeah. uses the Speed Force to like change reality. There was a Flashpoint in the show, The Flash. Yeah. Um. So that's that's how they're they're saying Flash. This Flash movie is where they're going to pivot the whole DC and like movie universe. He's gonna Flashpoint. And everything's gonna go bah, because Ben Affleck Batman's in it. Michael Keaton Batman's in it and it's like and it Michael's old like old it's so it's, why and he why the whole, are they all in it how are they explaining that Barry Allen the Flash uh-huh. wants to go his whole origin story is that his mom died yep. and that's what got him into law enforcement and he's like a crime scene forensics, forensics guy uh, which is com- convolutedly how he gets his power a bunch of chemicals anyway um he try. He realizes that he can run so fast. He can break through the barriers of reality using this. Come to find it in the comics, they flare it up. It's the Speed Force. All the fast. Yep. All the fast characters have been like five flashes and kid flashes, and all the speedster characters all tap into this multi-dimensional. So we're back to the energy. multiverse situation, Dude, right? Let me tell you something. So they're doing the Spider-Man it's thing? It's been multiverse in comic <laughs> books since the 90s. Yeah. Since this point, they've been doing multiverse cross... Multi- Listen, if you've read comic books for the last 20, 30 years, multiverse ain't nothing new. Right. Yeah, they're doing... The, but it's because... You know why it's in the movies right now? And Because it's a perfect deus ex machina. Oh, yeah. Fix a convoluted... Mess. Mess. Yeah. Yep. Which is exactly... And listen, yeah, Marvel's kicking now, but like half of their most popular characters with the fox and the burr, and they and you know, and they're going to do the same thing with... With, uh, with X-Men, uh, right? No, with... with um, What's the fucking... Secret Wars. They're going to do Avengers Secret War... Which is going to be based on the Secret War, the three different Secret War events that have happened in the comics, where they just dump every. I bet you in Secret War, you're, uh, there's a potential that you could see uh, Nick Cage's Ghost Rider, uh, Ben Affleck as Daredevil. Like they could dump everything into the pot, and they say that it's going to be the goodbye to the Fox franchise. Hmm. 
<laughs> is the secret. But anyway, the I'll DC, take it. Yeah. D, the Flashpoint. Yeah, he's gonna. He. It's a whole adventure that he goes on with Michael Keaton Batman. Like Michael Keaton Batman is just straight up in it. You see the Batcave, and it, it's. You know what? I like James Gunn enough. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what he has to. What he's. I've heard his his blueprint for the next bunch of movies and shows that are gonna happen with DC. Hey man, he's so a creative dude. He's he knows the what, the right tone to strike with certain stuff. He knows how to make things different enough. And I I I don't know, you know. So when it comes to Batman Returns, how do you guys see that film in the whole? Oh yeah. Well, if you're comparing all, if about, you're um, if you're comparing all the Batman movies, it's it. I think you can literally go like the order they're released in is the order of how. I mean, it, it's how a slowly decline. It's Bat- Batman eighty nine is with number one with a bullet for me. Now, oh, well, I mean, if we're talking, I'm talking about, about no, all like, Bat- all of them, all Batman, including it's, the Christopher Nolan trilogy, including still, the latest movie, The Batman, including the one with uh, Superman. With I would uh, still say Batman 89. Ben Affleck, all of the Batman eighty nine is. Uh, this is listen. This is Ben I'm Affleck. Just, I'm just going off the top of my God. head. Dang, um, I forgot he did that, and I um, just remind myself. I don't. Batman eighty nine, then probably the first Nolan Batman Begins, and then probably this Batman Returns. I love Batman. I know people shit on Batman Returns because they say like got a little kooky. Coo- it was the beginning. It's kind of like the Ewoks. It's the and people, cracks well, started to form. Point it got a little too silly. The, Tim Burton. I I don't really have much gripe with Batman Returns. I don't either. I, I think really. Danny, everyone gripes about Danny DeVito's portrayal of the Penguin. I thought it was great. I thought it was. What cool, are you? What are you going to do of, with that? You a know? lot of the tropes, like in the comics, up to that point, Penguin was a little bit more besuited and top hat and a little cleaner. And Danny DeVito made it gross. Mm-hmm. Made him kind of fuck like that. That scene where he comes down into his campaign office eating the fish. And he's just in that white jumper thing, and he eats the fish, and everyone's like standing around and smiling. And he throws the fi- the half-eaten fish like in a basket of paperwork, and he's just and he bites that dude's nose. Oh man, that's like yeah. that's just great. He, I thought his performance was great. Michelle Pfeiffer was. They, they, you know why people bitch? Because it chew they chew the seat. But listen, we're talking about a franchise that had Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Every villain choose the scenery in these movies yeah these first i would say the first even this schumacher batman movies it's all about he he went to the next level with chewing the scenery but these first two yeah jack nicholson and michelle pfeiffer and danny vito they chew the shit out of scenery because michael keaton's batman is very understated for the most part yeah when he's in the cowl at least bruce his bruce wayne's little nuts you want to get nuts let's get nuts i would prefer him to val yeah, you know, Kilmore in the Kilmore in, in one of the you know, you'll like this in one of the first trailers for the new Flash. It just shows well, in, uh, you know they finally showed him. or George Clinton. Clinton. It yeah. showed Keaton sitting there without the cowl on, just his bat suit, and he goes, "You want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's get nuts." And, and it was just like uh, that's a dumb line for you to source, but it makes me happy. Yeah, um, I, I like Batman Return. I think it's I think now you know I'll have, I have different opinions about the two. Joel Schumacher, you know, Val Kilmer, George Clooney. Hey, Ben Affleck is not is is a better Batman than fucking Val Kilmer, blonde ass Bruce Wayne, and and George Clooney, who just was a nothing burger of a of a Batman. 
like it was just George Clooney, Clooney was this is George Clooney. Yeah, he was just, I agree. Yeah, he, was yeah, just, he just was he was sipping he a scotch he didn't, and he didn't <laughs> walking around saying his lines. But it that's was, that's all he ever is. The, it's true. I the, mean, as I, much as I kind of like him, he doesn't have a lot of depth. He or, didn't or range. change like sorry. Because the Clooney whole fans. deal with Batman is that Batman's for him the secret identity is Bruce Wayne. He's Batman. Like, yeah. like there was this one, one you know, I, I said this Facebook group that's just called Out of Context Comics, but it's just this one panel, and it showed the tri- the Trinity: Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. They're all holding Wonder Woman's lasso, and they're and they say their real names like Clark Kent slash Kal-El, Diana of Themyscira, and he's just like Batman. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like George Clooney didn't. He was he was yeah like you said he was just George Clooney. Val Kilmer did an okay job. I just didn't. I don't know. It, I did, it, that whole movie probably had less to do with him and more to do with the, the writing the, and the whole and setup the, the, and just the, the, the stage yeah. setting and stuff. But yes. the returns was good. Next, see that these top God, these top three. The, the, you, you, there's a jump from the number two to number one as far as yeah. box office. I can't imagine even if you had foreign put in there that any of these movies would match up to Aladdin. But number two is Home Alone Two: Lost in New York. I, and if you're making a short list. Of sequels that truly, truly stand on their own and don't suck. Yeah, this is one of them. It doesn't. It doesn't suck. It. They it's not funny o- in parts. They it's- they not only rehashed what was successful, but they added funny in like the uh, Tim Curry as the hello Rob Schneider. Uh, Rob Schneider. Your own hot cheese pizza. <laughs> he, yeah. He's great in that uh, movie. Rob Schneider and the lady. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and how about that cameo by our dear former president, <laughs> Donald Trump. Donald J. Trump. Hey, kid. Honestly, I'm going to tell you right now, I laughed more at the house setup, traps, and everything that they did in Home Alone 2 than Home Alone 1. Because some of them were some of them were a little, little rehashed, but yeah, the bricks in the face and the way that, uh, hey, oh, that I watched I watched a YouTube video once where they actually like had a doctor and some f- experts come in and go and go like this is what would happen if anyone was <laughs> mm-hmm. actually inflicted with any of this yeah. they would be dead yeah halfway they, through both movies they would be dead. I mean, you're talking beyond dead thirty feet ten down, times brick coming at like, your face but <laughs> the way the way it, the, the sound effect they used with the <laughs> the way that Marv <laughs> reacted. <laughs> It was so funny. Oh god! And well, I will his laugh reactions, every time. His reactions to anything, yeah. like Danny Vito is great. Or not Danny Vito. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci's yeah. great, but man, Danny Vito would have well, been a great recast. How many times role. a year will I say? It's it's one of those things that lives rent free in your head. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, but Marv in Home Alone one when he screams when the spider is put on his face. But when the birds <laughs> flock to them with the bird seed all over him, and, and he the, just his scream, scream Daniel Stern's scream, make me laugh every his single little time. Hype. In, really, <laughs> I'll even go for any any situation, show, movie, or, or wrestling, or anything where if someone does a well timed <laughs> shrieky scream. <laughs> I, I pee myself. There's this one wrestler on AEW that whenever he gets hu- he's a little skinny black guy, when he gets hucked, he goes ah, like real high, like. I, I I like oh that's so funny. I remember I remember reading something. Um, Joe Pesci when he was filming a lot of the scenes in Home Alone, they had to keep doing retakes because he kept cursing. Yeah, and he just <laughs> he didn't understand that no. it was like a kids movie. And he had to come up with retro fresher. Right, he had to come up with some stuff to say Wasn't like that, that in the movies that made us the the documentary on Netflix. It could be. Man, I, I think can't, that's where I it can't was. remember where I saw I need that. To take a take a note from. 
I'm tr- hey, I am s- in the last year or so of my life, I've sincerely been trying to curse less, right? But it just well, happens. when I'm around a couple kids, you know, every day, so I'm like, I'm the king of my own little little world. Frack, so I can say whatever frack. I want. Yeah. Frack, listen, you frack, you, you fracking frack mother fracker toasters. Um, and the number, like we said, the number one, by, I mean, by a mile, literally every year or two, every other year, this, this is that period that early mid nineties, the Renaissance of Disney, where they would just like drop a, I mean, not just a successful animated, or not, I mean, like think about frozen, but times five. Like, I want to go where the people the go. The cultural impact. <laughs> Wrong one, right? No, That's I just, Mermaid. I just watched that movie. <laughs> well, Aladdin and Lion King yeah. and Little Mermaid and, and Pocahontas and all these movies, not only were they a vehicle for like a number one with a bullet movie all over the world, mm-hmm. number one soundtracks typically all, yep. over the, all over the world, not just in America. This is like Disney be really truly how did they do how, how did disney be do this because they, they did fall off later in the later 90s they, they they hit like four or five whammies and then it kind of tapered I'm sure, listen, i don't know for sure i'm sure it was some studio head that, that realized that the value that they needed to put in animation that warner brothers and disney can single-handedly say they saved and continued animation you know, like I like I said uh, over the over the la- uh, last year, I watched started I watched like the first sixty or seventy episodes of Batman the Animated Series, and I started thinking about some of the cartoons, take five to ten years before that, like GI Joe and Transformers. You watch the animation in those old eighties show, you can tell that it was just like, who gives a shit? This is some stupid kid bullshit. Fucking let's just <laughs> sell some toys, boys. Batman the Animated Series w- is beautiful because it's. It's Warner Brothers. It's the Warner Brothers Animation Studio going, we're going to make one hell of a Batman show. Like, it's not a joke. It's not silly. It's a good, well-told Batman story. Boom, boom, boom. That's Warner Brothers. Disney, they realized that about 1990, they were like, you know what, guys? You know what made this studio famous? Animation. You know what? why Disney is Disney? Why Walt Disney is Walt Disney? Because Snow White. And and the and Cinderella and that run that Sleeping they had, Beauty and where it was just all like the boom 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 and they were all beautiful. They didn't slap. They treated the animation like an art form, and it was people were like oh. And these movies, this early '90s golden era, it was right before computer like and, computer stuff. They just used the computer stuff to kind of accentuate the drawn and, and yeah. Aladdin's gorgeous. Yeah, like it's just a beautiful movie. And then in '95, Toy Story comes out, and the game changes. That's yeah, really then, what happened. Then, then Pixar does their thing. Yeah. Aladdin was like you couldn't turn on the radio, you couldn't turn you couldn't go to a fast food restaurant, you couldn't go without <laughs> Robin Williams. Like, I mean Well, I mean they did they did have a talented uh It was one of everything. Those, they let you know, was, uh, you know, they let Robin Williams instead of having Robin Williams read verbatim the lines they wrote they recorded him first and animated to his riffing. Yeah. That's why it's so funny. Genuinely funny. Now they did a remake of Aladdin. Disney's not known and for I think didn't didn't the remake have Will Smith yep. as the genie? Yeah. yeah, Disney's now on that kick of live actioning all their stuff. So I, so I didn't wa- I did watch the Lion King remake, which lost 
something charm. big. It lost all the charm, yeah. I thought. It, and they don't and they don't all translate. It felt just because you make something look better doesn't mean it's better. And the only the best thing to come out of the Aladdin remake was the new song that they added. The new, so, the new yeah. song they added was. It's is like they amazing. didn't even change the song, so it's like why, why go listen to uh, like was, why was Will Smith fr- funny? I haven't watched it. I'm genuinely asking. Was he funny? It, it was, was better than Lion King. The clips that I've seen of Will Smith, all he blew himself. Yeah. Um, Rest of development, reverend. He he. Um, it looks weird. I don't like it. I don't know. Keep my wife's name out your mummy. What an asshole. <laughs> what an asshole that guy is. <laughs> Are we talking about what I think we're talking about? Him yeah, going up to slapping Chris Rock Chris in the face because he's an unbalanced weirdo and a fucking Well, he was, talk- he was talking about his wife. I'm kidding. Because. <laughs> so that excuses him going it up. It sounds to me like Will like to Pinkett is an abusive Maybe not physically, but like emotionally abusive lady that doesn't treat him. It, it has just screwed his brain up. And like I say, I've said it a billion times on this podcast, there's a certain level of fame you reach, barring a few unique individuals, there's a certain level of fame you reach where you're so famous, you just, your brain starts to, it's like a weird form of dementia. Name me one uber, uber fa- I'm talking can't escape them famous like will smith or whoever you know that's not fucking a little off-putting crazy lose their mind well problems i'm people. pretty sure there's famous people that aren't as crazy as well him. because they're a little less fa- i'm saying I mean, there's that no, michael I mean, jackson will smith level of okay everyone on earth knows Dan- danny devito he's he's not as famous as i wouldn't put him in the same class i'm talking like really? all over the world I th- Danny they, DeVito is pretty famous. You're saying if you went to like Patrick Stewart, Taiwan, Patrick Stewart, you're not getting what I'm saying. I'm saying like there's nowhere on the planet you could go where they go. Oh no, that's Michael Jackson. I say that's Mel, Smith. Mel Gibson's on that level, and he's pretty crazy. I mean, you, I, I yeah, I'm trying. Like, so try to f- come up with one that isn't. Oh, that isn't that crazy. isn't as crazy as that's that. Was, that's Evans that making a, a claim that if you get that famous. Unless you're, you're a, crazy. a specific, you crazy. Re, unless you're very balanced, you're gonna go bananas. I mean, I thought Patrick Stewart was pretty famous, but but I mean, uh, but he's never done anything. I would say, like as far as movies, that's uh, global and rad. And mm. I don't think TNG beyond America and and, and England. I don't think TNG has the, all the right, reach. All right, let me let me hold like maybe X Men, maybe, but star. I don't know. I mean, See, it, just the it, fact that it's hard. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson. Johnson. Oh, he's... Uh, listen, he's... He's a little bananas in his own way, okay? <laughs> he gets up at like four... Look at him. Okay. He gets up... He travels with a gym... Travels. Matt Damon. Every week Matt with a Damon. gym bigger than most gyms. I'm just saying... Matt Damon. Is he... George Clooney. We talked about him earlier. George Clooney. Everybody knows George Clooney in the world. He's been in numerous shows and he's been in lots of big movies. Everybody knows George Clooney. I guess. And he, I don't I don't think he's that crazy. He, de- from what he I definitely can tell. keeps his craziness situation to, to himself. Yeah. To himself generally. Yeah. That was but my best. That was my best. It's a little hard. You when you get up to that, not just A list, but like next level Julia Roberts. They're, they're famous in every What are you doing? <laughs> Julia Roberts? <laughs> 
Oh yeah, she, she was famous. I'm lost in the '90s here, like Sorry. billionaire level, like like cause that kind of fame. You you that yeah. only existed in the '90s <laughs> up to now, where they're just you know what I'm trying to say. Like, <laughs> what's stupid. wrong with Julia Roberts? You don't like her? Name me something she's done in the last ten years. Pretty woman. Just- <laughs> ten years. Uh, she did that show on Amazon. Oh, that, that Homecoming. Show. Oh, yeah. Homecoming. There it is. Yeah. Homecoming. Oh, the, yeah, the, the everyone splash. on earth. Everyone on earth has seen that yeah, show. Everyone's talking about Homecoming. Homecoming. I saw oh, her about she's, it. She's she's Pray Love was on the lips of everyone. <laughs> Aaron five Brockovich. to ten years ago. Aaron Brockovich. There you go. That's not that, ten years though. That came out in the two thousands. <laughs> yeah. She's got nothing. So twenty she years w- ago in the year two thousand two. <laughs> I would say John Travolta, but we oh, know he's that he's also in insane. a cult. So. Yeah. You know what um, I mean when I say Michael Jackson level? Yes. Like, yes. like they, they can't walk down the street I mean, you're talk- anywhere you're talking and like people be- not go like, oh. You're talking Beyonce. Yeah, like Whitney. like so famous, it's even if they're normal, they're weird. Yeah. Like you just George, said. George like Clooney's my the best. Rock, the Rock uh, or Beyonce. People who. Bruce, they're, Bruce they're, Willis. They're, they're whole. They're whole. <laughs> People, what? People, Bruce Willis has a big career. He he, but he, he's not. He's pretty damn famous. But he's old with dementia, sitting in. An, I know I'm he is like, now, but I mean, I don't uh, even think at his height it was that he had that he, uh, like his whole universe, everyone around him, like a team, like a company's worth of people managing your lot, their life, their money, their their day, their schedule, their 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 everything. Like just, they're so famous. My best shot is The Rock because I really don't think he's. Really I mean, he, yes, he's obsessed with his. He's odd. He's an odd man. But he's a pretty genuine dude. What actor isn't odd, though? Even true. less famous actors. He's but a, I mean, like, I would still classify The Rock as. He's definitely an anomaly. Yeah. He's an anomaly in so many different ways. Yeah. Like, there's there's every reason. When you look at how yeah, he's his a Hawaiian, started, he's a Hawaiian native, isn't he? He's, I think he's, he's a, half black, half Polynesian. Polynesian, his, yeah. His mom is, is Samoan. And his dad is African American. It's interesting. His his it's funny. He's a third generation professional wrestler. His grandfather on his mom's side was High Chief Peter Maivia, and his dad was the Soul Man Rocky Johnson, which is where he got his name, Rocky Maivia, which he shortened to The Rock. What about Paul Walker? <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, oh, so I'm Vin a- Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Oh, man. But even then. <laughs> yeah, he, you know what? Vin Diesel does sound like a bit of a weirdo. And he, he, I've heard bad things about him. And I don't think he's as famous. He just is known for the fur- Fast the and Furious, movies. and that's it. That's it. And that's a big, it's oh, big. Well, but. I mean, can you even say he's known for Groot? I mean, let's be honest. Like, no, at this point, no one they, even knows that. At I this didn't point, know that, actually. At this point, yeah, it, uh, he, Vin Diesel is Groot. And um, what's his name? Bradley Cooper. Bradley Rocky. Cooper is Rocket. Yeah, Rocket. but neither are like they don't make they they've neither have been on set. Yeah, neither have they've all just both of them just do their recording and they stick it on the thing. So interesting. In fact, every performance of Rocket is you know the little skinny guy, the little weird skinny guy that was Yondu's second in command. I think he's James Gunn's brother. Honestly, he dresses up. With a little rocket head on it, and he's the practical rocket. Like, and then they just—that's who the actors act around. Yeah. And then later they stick the the raccoon in the movie and and stick Bradley Cooper over his voice, and you know Groot's like a tennis ball on a stick or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's that's got to be weird. So, 
uh, I scrolled down to the bottom of the list here. Any, There's like two hundred movies, and I'm just going to drops off. I'm going to spend a, a couple seconds on each page. If you see something that sticks out to you, just, just point it slowly. out. See, on I mean, this page alone, I know. None of none. Them. We're on like zero. 200 through 187. Yeah, there's here. zero. Just, I'm not even going to mention any of the names. No, there's nothing here. Uh, so here, uh, Love hold Potion on, number hold nine on. sticks out. Uh, Barely. But that's the only one that really I can I see. I still can't. Wild even. Orchard 2, Two Shades of Blue. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? Um, hold on. Nope. What the hell? Nope. Man, then ninety two just Can you kinda... imagine watching all of these movies? You just uh, had to. Bad Lieutenant nineteen ninety two re release. Bad Lieutenant sounds vaguely familiar. Mom and Dad Save the World. Hey, hey. There you that go. is good schlock. There's one. That is good schlock. Yes, it stars the redheaded guy who's apparently a pedo, but I've heard of that one and I've heard of A good John Levitt. I think I've heard of Poison Ivy. And I think I've heard of... No, that's it. You stepped on me referencing John Lovitz, who is the best part of Mom and Dad Save the World. Mm. There's Reservoir Dogs. I love Reservoir Dogs. It's a wonderful movie. Uh, Newsies. Newsies? (laughs) (laughs) No, Reservoir Dogs is great, though. Reservoir Dogs is wonderful. Pretty low low grossing film. Yeah, it's 137 to 2.8. A heist movie where you never get to see the heist. Yep. (laughs) Uh, let's see. Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. What do you know? Hey, it's the year the, the Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks movie came out. You know Uh-oh. who's in that one, right? Uh, David Lynch. Well, <laughs> him and Kiefer David, Sutherland. Uh, oh, Kiefer Sutherland. David Bowie. David Bowie was in Firewalk with me, wasn't he? I think so. Well, wow. Mr. Lynch, I don't understand why you made it. Fire walk with me. Didn't the uh, show know, explain? I'm a, I'm a weird guy, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sometimes really. Sometimes I'll do a project just to be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> well, that's a rude way of looking at your well, audience. Well, you know, I don't respect uh, the people. Uh, I don't respect you. I don't respect fans very much. <laughs> I'm way smarter than most of them. I'm a real avant-garde fella. Wow. <laughs> hey, Coop. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you know. Yeah, I do. And I love David Lynch. David Lynch. David Lynch. I, I like that he. I actually need to. I need to watch that again because I, I haven't watched it since I watched Twin Peaks. I never saw it. I respect the fact that David Lynch doesn't. He's one of those guys that just doesn't give a no. He's, two he fucks. is who he is, and he, he doesn't, doesn't apologize. I, for like it. I think I'm paraphrasing, but it was this interview where someone was like, "So, what's your favorite color?" And he more or less just was like, "Fuck you. I don't fuck you." <laughs> you all know what Blade Runner the final cut is? Blade Runner. Uh, when Blade Runner was released. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was edited, and, and the, the st- it was a movie where the initial release was fiddled with by right. the studio. Right. And they added the, uh, they thought it was too complicated, so they added a voiceover. voiceover. Like a noir, since they were like, hey, it's a noir detective story, essentially. Why don't you have him? You know, yeah. narrate. narrated, like, yep. meh, see, she walked into my office, meh, she had gams up to her, you know, and it, it, it was, <laughs> and they didn't, you know, that's not the, what the, the, director, the director was very unhappy with that. Yeah. So there, there was like three different cuts. One was the director's cut, one was the theatrical, and one, I guess, is they, the uh, final cut. This was 10 years after the original. Yeah. So, yeah, out. they 
they, I can't honestly say what is the final cut. I've seen the director's there are, cut. There I, are pluses, honestly, to all the versions. Same, I like. Same here. I, I like the non. I like the non-narrated version. I think it's a little I, less stupid. I think the only one I watched, I watched was the director's cut. It's so the other the other difference is the ending is yeah. very has different implications yeah. to the main character, which right? is fine. Well, I'm okay with that. And you know what else is good? That the sequel with Gosling. It I, is good. What a great. It's a damn, movie. damn good movie. Hey, you were talking about sequels that sequels that just that not that are, are able not to just like well they're okay. Like if you're saying like the Aladdin sequel, like meh, all right, it's okay. Or Lion King sequel, or, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of the Disney sequels to these movies. They were straight to DVD usually, stri- right? Straight to VHS. Woohoo! Yeah. Oh, straight. Yeah, uh, we're gonna put it back in the vault. Yeah. We're Disney. Um, what were we talking about? Sequels. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sequels. Blade, Blade Runner. The, the new Blade Runner. 2049 was yeah, that i think 2049 yeah i thought it was well all done. cybery stuff has to be like i really that that was a great and you know what i think if i remember correctly it barely like broke even at yeah, the theater because it, you know what just, doesn't work on in the movie theaters anymore serious two and a half hour serious sci-fis. sci-fi yeah. like if alien yeah. had come out now what sucks it is that would not have i done like that, that you know? genre though it sucks that it's dead you know where it exists though it's on TV. It's, on the, it's, it's the know. expanse. It's yeah. it's strange new world. And I'm glad it's, I'm glad it's there. Whatever. The only other one I want to mention from this page is Radio Flyer. <laughs> That's a good movie because that was like yeah. a great movie, like a great kids movie. You don't want to talk the gun and Betty Lou's handbag? Oh, I could go on and on. Uh, next page. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing. 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 Of mice and men. Of mice. Uh, film whatever. adaptation. Whatever. Wait. Wind. Gladiator. Wait, which gladiator? Is gladiator. That? Like the Gladiator. It was Russell, that far down? Russell Crowe. In 92? Gladiator. No. It's got to be. Mm. Gladiator 92. That can't, uh, can't. No, that was 2000. No, it was 2000. <laughs> I was like, no way. Russell Crowe was still just like some guy in 1992. Gladiator 92. Cuba Gooding Jr. Uh, yeah, this was Robert a different. Logis. What is the movie about? <laughs> uh, after whipping a rival in a brawl, Chicago <laughs> teen Tommy Riley is asked to box in All illegal right, fights. Boxing movie. Boxing movie. Boxing gotcha. Movie. Uh, Chaplin has uh, Now, hold on. I like Chaplin. What? Chaplin. Oh, Ch- Chaplin? The Charlie Chaplin movie with Robert Downey Jr. That's a good-ass movie. I Like, it's RDJ. Why is this one standing out to me? 1492 Conquest of Paradise. RDJ rules. I love Robert Downey Jr., even pre-Iron Man, even drugged up RDJ. I'm a giant RDJ fan. Did all these movies, 200 movies came out? Were theaters that why did I watch, rotating that much? Why did I watch Bebe's Kids? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell that, that looks super familiar. Oh That's my. so weird. I don't know, man. I, yeah. I think I watched that. 1492. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Isn't that a... That's a movie that... Can you click on 1492 Conquest of Paradise? I just... In today's day and age, that just reeks of Christopher like Christopher Columbus's discovery of the Americas and the effect. There's this another has one on that the indigenous. There people. was another movie on there about Christopher Columbus. What was it about? Ninety two and Christopher Columbus Whoa, projects. Weird. Well, fourteen ninety two, five hundred hey, years later. Hey, ah, uh, uh, you know, you, you know who sucks ass? Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Uh-huh. Let's all just not talk well, about him anymore. That's yeah, Christopher Columbus oh, dude. the discovery. Stay tuned. What is stay tuned? That's the one with open it, open it, open it. John Ritter. Where he gets trapped in the TV stations and it's like he's got to go through all these like he's trying to trying to kill him. Sure, dude, stay tuned. Show film film. Stay tuned. 
Holy crap. Oh my God. Stay tuned. Oh my God. Yeah. That, I watched that movie so many times. It was one of those like Fox weekend movie showcase movies where it was just like on. With this guy? That, yeah, the pedophile guy that was the bad guy in like every movie. Oh, that's the guy. Yeah, he got caught. Remember, he was in Deadwood, oh. and then in the middle of him filming Deadwood on it for HBO, not super long ago, he got like kitty porn on his computer. Oh gosh! But he's that. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. The red haired guy that like yeah. is in every movie the in Ferris the nineties. Yeah, Ferris Bueller, uh, principal guy. Beetlejuice. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but stay tuned. What a great movie, Howard the Duck. Uh-huh. He's a bad guy, in, and he always kind of plays. <laughs> Did you ever see Stay Tuned, Taylor? I it it looks you slightly a, familiar to you, me yeah, in some weird way, but I don't remember it. It's so it's one to go back to because it's it's definitely it's something, a wonderful something different, semi forgettable '90s schlock, like a, super fun to like watch. kind of little horror ish. Hey, kitty, come here, thriller, come here, kitty, Get but away from the funny. You can't see. Thank you. Yeah. Stay tuned. Wow. I haven't thought about yeah, that. Yeah, it's just one of those it's yeah, well then things are thirty years ago. Yeah. Gen- Jennifer here? Eight. I've heard of uh, that one. Rock a doodle. That's oh. an animated movie I fucking remember. Hellraiser three. Hellraiser I've seen 3. it, unfortunately, for Unfortunately. No, I actually Ooh. it wasn't as bad as ah, they got hey, later. Mr. Saturday Night, I've seen that. Cool, That's a cool, uh, cool World was the one with the animation and the yeah. like, live action. R- one uh one bro Brad Pitt in that? Do you guys hold on, do you realize Hellraiser three I just saw? It grossed twelve million. That movie probably costs like I don't know, half a million to Who's make. It's Brad million? Pitt and who else is in Cool World? Excuse me. Oh, gosh. Some hot lady plays the animated chick. I don't remember who. It was Kim Basinger. Ah, Kim Basinger. Yeah. And who, who else? Brad Pitt. Who's the oh. other male lead? Sorry. I'm all into Cool Gabriel World. Byrne. Oh, I don't know. Whoever that is. Jack Deebs. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's, yeah, a, he's him, a that guy. Him, that guy. He's, he's a that, that guy. guy. Back in this period, Brad Pitt was also a that guy. Class Act was a follow up for Kid and Play from House Party. That was uh, another one of those. Mr. Saturday Night was uh, uh, what's his name? Was that uh, baseball? Uh, no, no. Uh, the the stand up comedian. It's the, he hosts the Oscars. Uh, uh, but mm. is in the movie about the city slickers. Uh, Billy Crystal. Yeah. It's uh, oh. Mr. Night. It was a movie he produced or directed. Whatever happened to him? Produced by yeah. him. What, hap- what happened to him? He's still Billy Crystal. He's still doing stuff. Yeah. Um. He's like in his seventies or eighties. Like most. Like who? Like Ivy and I. He's my wife and I were talking. Yeah. My wife and I were talking about somebody looking rough. I think as I mentioned, Sarah, I saw Sarah Michelle <laughs> Geller, and she's like, "Yeah, she's not looking good." I'm like, "She's in her fifties, isn't she?" Yeah. Like. Any because you have to put it in. Not your everyone birth. is Jennifer Aniston. I'm like we're forty, right? They're gonna when be we 10 were years in old. our teens yeah. or twenties. You know, Billy Crystal last year won a Tony Award for yeah, Mister Saturday Night yeah, on he Broadway. Made, he he made it in. He just recently turned it into a Broadway play. A book and an actor. Best book of a musical. Best actor in a musical. Yeah. Mr. Saturday Night. I watched a thing on CBS Sunday Morning about cool. that because I'm old and I watch CBS and Sunday Morning. And he just morning. got a Lifetime Achievement Award, Taylor, so that's what he's been up to. He's yeah, still one of, the, one of the biggest stars in comedy, <laughs> Taylor. God. <laughs> Jesus. I'm you so don't keep sorry. tabs on Billy Crystal? He was I'm in so Evan's sorry. favorite romantic comedy. Princess Bride? Her when Harry Met Sally? Oh, well, yes, I do love her when Harry Met Sally. <laughs> I, I'm just, just, watched I'm, I just watched that recently. And if you... Listen... Watching the end of Harry when Harry met Sally, if you're married, 
And if you don't kind of get kind of, <clears throat> you're dead. You're dead inside. Uh-huh. Just I just, I, this list, every, the movies now are grossing 10 to 14 million. Yeah. We're 94 to 81. A lot of these movies, I just looked up the Hellraiser one. It was two to three million dollar budget. The hell are so people? They were making do? shitloads. We're talking no of streaming money. We're talking no streaming. It's more or less cable. Or if you're wealthy, you got satellite. Like ninety two, you went to the movies. It's a whole different era. Yeah. I mean, like, everything was. If you if you were a kid in how in like two hundred movies released school. in a in in a year. How does that's fun? What, where else are you going to do anything? Yeah, where are you going to do anything? Well, you Everyone can't do, half of this stuff. You can't. There's no adapting it for TV. There's no mini, you know, like streaming mini series. There's, it's like you you roll Here. the dice on a movie or whatever. Well, you look know, at, what? I'm going to say some, I'm going to say Disney I'm going to say something that I think Justin has pointed out is something I say a lot in the show. It's a damn shame <laughs> that there's so much lost potential in okay. the film industry. Uh, there now. are some that I ne- we need to point out here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ladybugs, starring the now deceased uh, and Bren- uh, Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Brandis, who's dead now. He yeah. was uh, in Sequest. I liked that movie. Uh, where he. Okay, this is the premise of Ladybugs. Yep. It's a girls' soccer team. Yep. And I don't remember the convoluted. Reasons Rodney, why Rodney Dangerfield is Jonathan Brandis's stepdad, and he decide and and he Jonathan Brandis plays a really good boy soccer player. Yep, and and for some reason he has to coach this shitty girls team, and he puts his boy in a wig with no other changing of his <laughs> look, oh, but wow. still absolutely looks like a young man. But just with slightly longer hair. And he entered but him it, into the women's team. And the he girls play, team. He's the a girls gir- team? and he plays as a girl on, and like in secret. And there's all, all the uh, the typical like trans panic scenes that could that you'd be expect with like him in the dressing room and him oh Nick girls and it's it's that would be banned nowadays. It it would look be looked on very poorly. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, by both by by everybody me- probably. Memoirs on uh, Invisible Man was that in Chevy Chase. Yes. Right. God. Mm. Yes. He. It's and he. It's. It's on. In it like a soft sequel to the original Invisible Man. Like he finds the formula from the like maybe 1930s, so, yeah. whatever Invisible yeah. Man. It. It yeah. was all right. But it was more or less Invisible Fletch. That's all it really yeah. was. It was. It was just like Chevy Chase to be in Chevy. You talk about an actor who's more or less just him right. in everything he's ever done. Is Chevy Chase? I never saw School Ties, but I hear it was good. That was the first thing Brendan Fraser ever did. Fraser, Matt, it was his Matt Damon and Ben Affleck were both in that. That's young, young, but no. At that time, that was the first thing that those three guys like ever did. Yeah, that movie. Chris O'Donnell probably too. Yeah, it was. It was a. It was like a director that scooped up a bunch of young, like almost sort of on the cusp actors, especially Brendan Fraser. Yeah. Because uh, it was af- it was this movie that got Brendan Fraser in Cino Man and the Mummy, the Mummy, and and it it moved his career along. Yeah. Uh, there's some okay. So so yeah, pure country. Pure country. Do pure you know? Do you know country. what that? Do you know what that is? No, I don't. That's I have, the George I, Strait movie. That's George that's Strait the George Strait movie where he plays himself. Doesn't he play himself? He plays a or country star. Oh God! Now help. Me. Now the movie is very corny, but the music's very good. Obviously, because that's who he is. Isn't that that's the one where they have the song "Across, Across My Heart"? That's right. <laughs> and promise, and promise to. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, okay. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, let me just. 
I listen, and I lo- unabashedly love the show. Yeah, but the movie, movie I've seen the movie, and it. Oh. Didn't you tell me to watch the movie before I started the show? It, it is, and I did, and I prequel, forgot right? everything. It is the re- like the events of Buffy the Vampire. It's Slayer very forgettable. Movie. Are, is the what send has her parents send her to Sunnydale to go to school there? Yeah. The thing she talks about having her old school was the events Buffy and it. Listen. I don't remember anybody that was in it. I don't remember yeah, what the lady was. But you know what I remember? You know who I remember? Pee Wee Herman as the the toady vampire yep. guy. Because like he gets stabbed and like gone. But then if you watch past the credits, it cuts back to where like the devastation and him going. Ugh, uh, uh, so I can uh, tell you who was in it: Christy Swanson. There Luke, we go. Luke Perry. Luke Perry. Was David Arquette. Was oh, he? he? He was absolutely in that movie. David Arquette was. Young ass David Arquette. Yep. I love David Arquette. Yeah. But yeah, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a good ass movie. It is. It's it really was made good. for, I bet you it was made for nothing and it made $60 million. Pet Cemetery 2. Uh, I would, you know, I've watched a lot of, it was not as is good the as the babe, first Is the Babe John one, Goodman yeah. and Babe Ruth? Yes. Like, real real I like quick. That. I like that movie a lot. Pet Cemetery oh, 2 man. has um, the kid that played John Connor from Terminator 2. Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong is is I the like, main. I really like Edward Furlong. He, have you seen it? He's in Pet Cemetery. He's I'm leading sure the role. I'm sure it's good. I mean, it, I know that, it's those, not that both of those movies. <laughs> I know that both of those movies were like some of the more favorably looked upon uh, Stephen King Thing. But that wasn't even based on a book, was it? Pet Cemetery Two was just a sequel to the movie, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't I don't so, think. Yeah. I think that's. I, I don't think Short there's a sequel. Story, to whatever the Pet Cemetery was. Yeah, yeah. the Babe was yeah. John Goodman. Yeah, the ground look at, is look sour. At look at Disney realizing in '92, dude, we can just re-release these fucking movies. Yeah, I was thinking the nearly same twenty thing. Pinocchio, Pinocchio, the 1992 re-release of Pinocchio, where million. I'm sure they didn't do a whole lot to the picture quality. Was 20, ni- nearly twenty million dollars. Nineteen forty was the original. So and those dollars like, today, you might as well 52 just fifty-two years later, demands. might as well double it because it's inflation. Because they, they, it'd be like nearly forty million. I bucks. hope they just whatever Disney out. executive back in the day went. No, no, no. This is what we do. Yeah, we put the movie in the vault. <laughs> we put the movie. We release it for a minute, and then we put that movie back in the vault. That's what pushed that twenty mil that it made. It was just going like, oh, it's going, oh. You hey remember Pinocchio because there wasn't a, you couldn't go watch Pinocchio yeah. unless you owned the VHS from the last time they released it. They made a whole thing out of it. So in the nineties, it's like oh you've got a copy of The Lion King. <laughs> oh dude, can I borrow it? My yeah. kids would love to watch it. That's why the the obsessive Disney persona some people have now, like because they were these kids raised. They had their like nine Disney VHS tapes that they watched every day. Mm-hmm. And now, and now you just adults. subscribe now they your kids to Disney to and Disney they subscribe Plus. to Disney Plus and you got it. Well, and kids have it all crazy. and they don't know what they're missing. Crazy. So, What's Pre- Hero? Well, hold on. Yeah, I don't know what Hero is. Prelude to a Kiss, though, was Meg Ryan and Alec Baldwin. And Meg Ryan got body switched with this old man. It's actually a really good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's really right. good. Uh, Mr. Good. Baseball, I think that was Jim Belushi. If I'm not mistaken. I see Captain Ron a little farther up yeah, I saw there. That's, that a too, good, yeah. that's a good movie. No, it's Tom, I, Tom I Selleck. Like, I like Captain Ron. It's Mr. Baseball is Tom Selleck playing um, uh, baseball in old China or Japan. He, he plays Japan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He gets He's a player that gets drafted oh, to the Japanese team. And yes, it's yes. him like, look how big and white I am. Yeah. Right? So I, wa- I, watched weird, Mr. I watched Mr. Baseball the first time um, probably, what, three years ago, four years ago? Really? Yeah, and... <laughs> 
if I had seen it as a kid, I don't remember it. He's a dick. Yeah. He's a damn asshole in that movie. And it's an embarrassment as an American uh, that that's yeah, the guy. It's, it's, it's if that, that you, character, if that's... Anyway, whatever. It's it's there's the ninety two is definitely in a period where it was like <laughs> Asia oh, man all foreigners. Blah. Yeah, seriously. All oh, it's a guy in a dress. Blah. All I remember about cuffs was that I had Christian Slater in it. Okay. Uh, Captain Ron, love Captain Ron. Is that Kurt Russell? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, where he plays a boat captain hey. and Martin Short plays the yeah, dad yeah, yeah. with the family and they all like they like Captain you Ron better. You should than watch that sometime just for toys. Fun. Toys was Robin Williams. Still, still I never saw one of either. the weirdest. And I Is that the one he's got a weird outfit on? It's a, it's a we- long it's nose. A strange, or it's a strange toy company, and the patriarch dies, and the son and daughter are played by Robin Williams and what's her name? Oh fuck. Look it up real quick. Look up toys. Oh no, this is not Joan Cusack. Joan Cusack plays the weird sister who, spoiler alert, is is a giant toy that the dad made for Robin Williams, his son. Yeah, listen, it's a thirty. It's a thirty-one year old. Why we're doing this? You know, this is why we're doing the movies instead of the shows. Like Jamie Foxx. Sorry, I really young. He looks young. First fucking thing he ever did, Jamie. Doesn't it look like he's? Almost malicious. Yeah, like Ron fact, Williams. This is. The- a, I remember this plot. To this movie almost to the letter. Uh, the the uh, the the patriarch that dies leaves the toy company somehow to his brother, who's like this military dude, and he tries to change this happy. You know, we make rocking horses and we <laughs> like into like military toys. And Robin Williams plays the son who doesn't like that. So him and 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 the second in command of the military dude is Jamie Fox, yeah. a very young Jamie. Hello, Cool Jay's in this movie too. He play or does he play the second in command? Maybe. I don't remember. Mm. I just remember. I just remember all the strange music cues where it's all bing, dunk, 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 and they're running through this like. This toy factory that's like in a field, like all the outside views are of this like endless grass expanse and the toy inside the factory, it's all like weird walls. And I'm like, I don't know who the director was, what the story, I would love to watch like a behind the scenes on what the hell the story is with toys and who, why it, it's the strange, still the strangest movie I think I've ever seen. Barry Levinson was the director. I don't know. It's just, what a weird movie. Mark Johnson. It, truly, truly. Just weird the cover movie. of it looks weird. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's a great, it's a great strange movie though. Leap of Faith. Steve Martin as the like traveling preacher con man. Yeah. That was, that was what a great movie. In a, oh, a long, yeah, I like that. A long, tr- like, chain, tr- that's right, Taco. Steve Martin's great. Uh, a long Steve Martin golden era. Yeah. Like, that sort of, this was in the middle of, like, uh, he just he just kept, every few years, he'd drop something that why was does just charming. Fern, Fern Gully Fern sound Gully's that animated familiar? movie about the, the, the forest At, nymph uh, fairies. Uh, and and the, who, who, oh, God, we just mentioned his name that from Home Alone. Um, Alan Culver. What's his name? Fuck. Ferngully. All this money. $24 million for Ferngully? Alan, Alan, what's it? Who's the bad guy? I don't know. <laughs> Click on the cast, man. I'm, going, I'm coming down here. Uh, Christian Slater. Robin Tim Williams. Tim Curry. Remember oh. Tim Curry plays the big smoke? Dude, Robin Williams Curry. was in this too. Robin, this is the third Robin like a, Williams movie so far. He's been yeah, in a man. lot. He plays the that fritzed out bat thing. But Christian Slater, Tim Curry... Yeah. But this shows you, like... Cheech, Ta- Chong, they were both in it. Yeah. They, 
Like it's before they went to prison, animation. Right? Even the non-Disney <laughs> studios were like, you get you stick a big name like Robin Williams yeah. into a funny, lighthearted. But this movie was like super, super lefty. Save the rainforest. Yeah. Pollution is bad. Yeah. Like corporations are evil. There like, was a lot of that in the background. Remember, it was people- all the little fairies like that lived in the big tree. And, I, and I like, don't remember it very The machines well. like, were cutting down trees. Years and years and years ago, like forever ago, these little fairies trapped this evil monster, this like monster in a tree, this big tree and grew this big, it was like a prison for the, the Tim Curry plays this big evil toxic thing and cut forward a uh, modern company with this big monstrous tree cutting. Marking trees thing. with X's. Marking trees with big, like with spray paint hmm. and show up, they up close. All the fairies are like, what the? Oh, it's burning. You know, and, and then, but they unknowingly cut down the prison tree and the big, and Tim Curry's like, he has like a music, a song like, and it shows him like <laughs> slopping his gooey little body around the big machine going, what is this? Oh, it's glory. He sucks. It's sucking up all the smog from the machine and getting bigger. And, uh, he, um, and then it's the big fight. And, and the guy that this young dude, this human guy that was driving the machine, helping them, the woodcutter guys get shrunk down to help the fern gully fairies save. Anyway. Yeah, you'll remember. I watched a video of Tim Curry in the studio recording this song. Mm. Having a blast. Having the time of his fucking life. Well, he's a, this is him like sl- a little sl- starts out as a little sloppy black thing sucking up all the smog from the machine, and it's so '90s. The synth. Well, it's definitely like Rocky Horror. Any yeah. opportunity to get Tim Car- yeah. Curry singing something? I'm surprised he didn't have a song and dance number in Home Alone. Right. Funny. It's all yeah. It's the whole song is about like sludge and gross. The song is called Toxic Love. Toxic Love, yeah. yeah. Best f- best song of. That's all. I, like that's all I really remember from that movie. Clearly, the is, cu- the cutting edge sticks out to me. It's that like figure skating movie of that guy that was a hockey player, but he became the pair's partner of what's yeah. her name, and he's a that guy. Yeah, he's definitely Candyman. Good horror movie. Stop, Stop or my mom, mom will shoot. shoot yeah. Starring uh, 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 the lady that played Sophia. In the Golden Girls, that was Estelle and Estelle Getty, Getty and uh, Sly Sylvester Stallone. Wow, as, yeah. as, and it's and it's literally his mom. Three uh, ninjas. When was the last time uh, you guys the first in a long illustrious when, line of three ninjas movies? Yes. When was the when did Fuck. you guys last watch Candyman? I never oh, saw it ages and ages ago. So I think it's worth mentioning. Candyman is something as an adult when you watch it, you see it. It, it it explored the African American culture yeah, oh, they're, a little they're, bit. It's a great and, horror, and movie. they did, you know, for something that was back in the what are we at ninety two? Yeah, it deserves a little bit of a the mention. Muppet there. Christmas Carol Three Ninjas is a part. I love Three Ninjas, by the way, the first one. My mom great. wouldn't. She didn't want me to watch it because <laughs> she was afraid it would get me all stirred up. Oh my god! Like, afraid you want to <laughs> take some martial arts. Yeah, three. Ni- I wonder how. I would love to know how many kids. It's so dumb. When started I did karate <laughs> just because they watched Three, three Ninjas. Uh, a Muppet. The next one, forty-five. Uh, a Muppet Christmas Carol. It's like a part of my family's Christmas. 
Like it's if we yeah. put on a soundtrack, it's like it's I I love a Muppet Christmas Carol. It's my favorite Muppet thing. It's me too. Wonderful. Yeah, like it's really Michael Caine. So warm hearted, and it is the standard I think like, for the Carol. For, if you're gonna watch a Christmas Carol, of it's any the of the million versions yeah. other than Scrooge. Scrooge. I'm up at Christmas. If you're going to watch a classic, like yeah. Dickensian, yep. like Michael Caine as Scrooge, it's good. Is opposite, it's just, opposite Kermit as Bob Cratchit. I have to. I'm not checking it out. Yeah, uh, the Lawnmower oh, Man. Uh, but let me tell you, if okay. you you want a but Christmas you, movie yeah, to watch with kids, yeah. there's nothing more perfect. I'm going to add it to our list next this year. Lawnmower Man is rad. It's Lawnmower Man's. That's one I have seen, and movie. it was very I mean, trippy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Like it's it. And think about it. Nineteen ninety two, pre internet. Yeah. Pre literally, it's like this is the year the internet was invented. I put the lawnmower man on the level of brain scan with Edward Furlong, just it's, as a strange, yeah, f- make you feel funny movie. Mm-hmm. Universal Soldier is okay. Yeah. Uh, All right. A ripper runs. Oh, Encino, Encino man. man. Yeah. Man, ninety two is like the, the Malcolm year X. Brendan Fraser happened. Yeah, it's Malcolm sure. X with uh, Denzel. River runs through with Brad Pitt. Pretty good fly, lights fly fishing yeah. movie. Really good. Wayne's World two. Wait. Oh wait. wait. Wayne's World two is on it they twice. Were, they were released at the same year. That's that can't be right. Wayne's World. Maybe it bled into two. It years. was ninety three. Wayne's World two was ninety three. Okay. I don't know why that's here. See, this is whatever. This is, I don't care. It's not Mighty perfect. Ducks. Single white female. It's a slice Quack. of that time. <laughs> Quack. The Basher Brothers. Quack. The Basher Brothers Quack. weren't Quack. Were Quack. in Quack. part two. Quack. 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 Shut up. You uh, don't know. My cousin Vinny, though. There it is. Here's the funny thing about Marissa Greenland. Marissa Tomei won an Oscar for my icy cousin Icy and Iceland is green. Mm-hmm. I remember there's some lame joke you know, from Mighty Still Dead. hot. Marissa Tomei. Mm-hmm. You see her in that Spider-Man Mighty movie? Yes. Aunt May? Well. Alien 3? She wasn't. Alien to the third power? Alien oh, cubed. Yeah. So uh, Alien 3, I think Evan and I have talked about it yep. on the podcast. I, it's a... Uh, listen, the Alien <laughs> franchise, the Alien franchise was uh, one of those franchises that was passed from director to director to director. It This movie was... was again, the uh, artsy one? The, no. It, that, well... Yes. It, it is artsier. It was originally... Listen, like, like I just list... I'm currently listening to a podcast that, it's much that's, better that's than talking 4. about... Um, they go movie by movie through like big franchises, horror franchises. And then they talked about alien, uh, alien three was one of those movies where the studio just couldn't stop. It was a behind the scenes stuff. One thing after another, originally a mess. The movie was supposed to take place on a planet where the inhabitants all lived in like the woods in like wood cabins and stuff. So it was supposed to be this like alien movie, but like, in a wooden environment, cabin in the woods, kind environment. Of. Kind of. Um, but it it changed it radically. Writer, changed director, changed writer, changed. Malian three. The, considering what it went through to what was released, and it was the first Alien movie. I it was probably one of the first truly butt ass scary movies my parents ever let me watch. Mm-hmm. I think before this, my uh, my my asshole uncle let my tiny self watch RoboCop. <laughs> but, oh. but RoboCop has a lot of sat- satirical humor. Yeah, it's also very violent. It's, it's violent. Bl- it's bloody. Yeah. Bloody. Yeah. 
Um, just the, the sticking that spike in the But Alien oh. 3, I remember watching with my parents. It was, you know, scary. Spooky, yeah. gross movie. Everything was all it's dirty. dark, anyway. dirty prison. I don't know. I, you know. The first three Alien movies, it's a ride. I like all of them. Uh, Forever Young was Mel Gibson, where the one where he was aging fast, he was in a, like, oh, a time yeah. capsule or a yeah. cryogenic. Cryo thing, and they find him in a warehouse or some shit. It was Elijah Wood again. He yeah. was in Radio Flyer and Another this, that big year. year. Elijah Wood hit Earth. He's another one that now is like, I don't need to make anything. Yeah. I'm just going to. Yep. Sit around with my got his, in, in Austin with my Lord of the Rings money and he just got his Lord of the Rings doodle money around, he's, man. He's good. Beethoven. Do you guys remember Beethoven? Yeah. Who is Wait, it's the dog? What is the name of that actor? John Lithgow. No. Lithgow? No. It's the uh, guy. He, oh, no, he. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not John. I it's always get him. That other guy. Yep. That other guy that's kind of a grumpy, older, tall, white man. Yep. I don't know, remember. His name is Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. He's a that guy. He is a that uh, guy. Yeah. He plays like an exasperated <laughs> white guy in whatever. He's getting annoyed by something in every movie he's in. Was Double D in that movie? He plays like the uh, stepdad or, or a bat. David Duchovny played a douchebag in so many things before he was Mulder. Yeah. Well, he, he was, he was the, Mulder at this point. He I was think. in uh, Christmas, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, married to Julia Louis Dreyfus yeah. as the neighbors. That was not him. Yes, it was. No, it, no, it was not. Are you sure? I'm positive. Not, I'm not He didn't cer- play Todd. I'm not nope. certain, but I don't think you're correct on that one. No, he was not. Shut the. Oh, then who the fuck was that? that- <laughs> Todd. Uh, well, let's this find out. Not, it's almost not worth looking up. No, I'm going to look it up now that you've asked He's the question. Todd, 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 Todd. Control F that going to be further from. down. Todd Chester. Nicholas Guest. Oh, I guess I was wrong. This guy. Well, but, he doesn't but, even have but pictures on uh, IMDb. Double D did play a lot. He of, did. Of he did. rando. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm this other guy. I'm kind of a jerk. Um, What's next? Death one? Becomes Her. I with Goldie Hawn, wasn't it? Uh, Goldie Hawn and Devil Wears Prada Lady, uh, Ma- Meryl Streep, Meryl Streep, and 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 uh, Bruno. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Die Hard. Fuck. I'm Bruce so, Willis. Bruce Willis plays the the the. the, the <laughs> it's the yeah yeah, and almost an unrecognizable Bruce Willis. Yeah, like this is like peak of his powers. Has hair. Mid nineties. Has hair. Yeah. Die, die, like, big, one of the biggest stars in the world, and but he played kind of this little mustache, like moonlighting, gross. moonlighting Bruce Willis. Yeah, this is he's very young, and and but in this he plays this little dweeby. Oh, yeah, he's got the glasses, and the mustache. Yeah. yeah, he's he's he's. I've seen it a few times. It's a great movie with the shotgun through the stomach. Whoa! I flipped my what off. the? <laughs> Sorry, I was what just <laughs> trying to bat a bat a fly away. Um, but the I would say the end of Death Becomes Her. If you think about it too much, it gives you the willies. Yeah, yeah. Like it ends with, uh, okay, the whole. I really, it's a great movie. It's a, I know what movies like it. Uh, yeah, no. This guy is like a plastic surgeon, real rich. Did he we goes. See there's he, be a he first of that? he first he marries. Uh, one and then he divorces her and marries the other. Uh, when he's married to the second one, the other, the first one, Meryl Streep gets all fat and crazy and gross and shut in. Anyway, cut forward. They find this magician that gives them both immortality, but they had, he was like, you gotta take care of yourself. The lady was like, you gotta take care of yourself. If you don't, so anyway, they both technically die, but then they start to decompose, but they're still alive and they had, and they, corner bruce willis be like hey you're a plastic surgeon help us stay fresh they're trying to get a remake of this movie uh 
with Anne Hathaway, Jessica and Chastain, and Jessica Anne Hathaway. It's not a bad anyway. But anyway, it ends. <laughs> he finally says to the both of them, "Go fuck yourselves," and he goes and lives a lot. So they cut forward to his funeral as a much older man, and they were talking about how the second half of his life was like he was like a new guy and lived this wonderful life, and they're in the back, all gross, yeah, and and they're all gross and falling apart, and the movie ends with them walking off, and then you're just like, Ugh. <laughs> so what are they just like? <laughs> Skeletons now, like yeah. it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. It always freaked me out. As a How kid, Sitter like, had Sinbad, Honey I Blew Up the Kid was a sequel to Honey I Shrunk the Kids, which wasn't, super which was terrible. Was Last of the Mohicans. That was uh, Carrie Russell from yeah. the Americans was in that movie. Yeah, she was. And what? The, Honey I Blew Up the Kid. She was one of the. Uh, was she a neighbor? Huh? Mm-hmm. Little you babysitter. That's right. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. Okay. Fresh off Mickey Mouse Club. She Crying was Game. That's uh, the movie about... Scent uh, of a Woman, Al Pacino. Uh, Hua. Hua. The Last of the Mohicans. White Men Can't Jump. Of which they are doing a... A reboot. A reboot. In May. Coming out this month. This month, yeah. And then uh, I will say the next one, Dracula. Dracula. A little overwrought. Dracula. I've never been the biggest fan of uh, yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Is that Bram? Is that is that it? It's got. Is that be. a different one? No, it's got to be. It's it, it's got to be. It's a movie with with uh, Winona Ryder and and and, uh, yeah, and all the yeah, other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keanu yeah. Reeves, Sorry, Anthony Hopkins, yeah, Gary Oldman, yeah, yeah. Gary Oldman. Yeah. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Patriot Games was that a Tom Clancy? Yes, yeah. it had Harrison Jack Ford and Under Siege also. Under Siege was Steven Seagal. Oh, that's right. And that pa- Patriot Games is a little more tighter of a film. Which if one I remember is, correctly, which one is Unforgiven? Unforgiven. That's, I know it's a cowboy movie. There were several cowboy movies that came out, but is that the one with the uh, cross? No, that's right. Heart and Promise. This was uh, Gene Hackman, Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman. This was <sighs> what. Gene Hackman and Clint. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Unforgiven. Very serious cowboy movie. There's a lot of... I have not seen a lot of these But you know of them. Yeah. And then then we're up into the... And then we're there. We're the top ten. So that was not... A league of their own. Pointed out a lot of good movies in there. You know, it was a period of time. If we go back... So going real quick, little sidebar with Draculia. Uh, (laughs) At this time... In the horror genre, there was not a lot of vampire. Um, Buffy was not out, right? Um, <laughs> this cat is rebelling. <laughs> no, it was just Buffy came out the same year. The movie. The movie. Oh, yeah. Buffy the movie came the out. Okay, TV show was later. What else can you guys think of? Anything else that was vampire that was big when we were growing up at this stage? So, Interview with the Vampire came out two years later. So this was the beginning of kind it, of a vampire of a vampire resurgence. movie phase, yeah. I think. Uh, I I just find that it, I was trying to figure out when it started because I knew in the eighties there was some there was some stuff. But look at that! You talk about like why is it that we take like the concept of vampires can be rehashed over and over and over and over and over, and it came from like one or two what we think of as vampires. A lot of the quote unquote rules. It's like the earliest form of a reboot. Yeah. I mean, it, everyone complains that everything's the same. Everything, all these Marvel movies and all this Star Wars. I'm so, so everyone's going to get fatigue. I'm like, they've <laughs> been making virtually the same ass vampire werewolf movies since the 30s. 
Well, since the 30s, yes, my friends, we have and ta- they were adapted from books. We, so, like, we have talked what are we before. About, about? There, are, there is a form of fatigue that I've experienced. I think it's with, but but we've to talked say off, that it's a specific. But to say that it's a specific, it. would you would you not say though you just have entertainment slash screen fatigue more than like a specific thing fatigue? I think it's like it's, I get sometimes. I think I it's comic. I think it's safe to say I have a little bit of comic book fatigue. Uh, you know, I was just thinking about that the other day, Taylor, and um, I because because it is specific to here's the thing comic book. Here's the thing that, for me, Taylor and shows. Um, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. When they started just releasing tons more shows, movies, I can't keep up now. I got overwhelmed, and I think that's what it, oh that's God. what caused my fatigue was being overwhelmed because. When they would take the time between movies to release them, you'd be really anticipating the next thing. Right. But you're now, talking you're talking about like in the mid in the, 2010s whenever yeah. they would yeah. In the in, in the Marvel you might get you universe. might get two movies a year and that was it. There was no I, shows. Right. My defense uh, to this? There's no defense. It's not an attack. It's just pointing I, out I, I that just, for some people it does overwhelm. It is, why it is too much. It is too much. I mean, I, this, I'm someone who I've lost. It's probably really years, good, too. The yeah. last few years, I've been reading uh, comics on the Marvel Unlimited app. It's like they release digitally. There's like a four or five, six month gap between paper release and when it's on the app. But it's so much fun. to. I love. Oops. See, I hit it again. Uh, perpetual storytelling. There's just something about perpetual what does that say? <laughs> I'm trying to be trying to be sneaky here, but oh, we'll get to right. this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm not a good broadcaster. <laughs> um, there's something about perpetual storytelling for me. No, I, I've, yeah. I've talked about this before. Um, world building, the interconnectivity. Like right now, since Marvel is going more of a quality over quantity. Compared to the last few years, they're slowing things down. They've even said that. Um, I've been I've been catching up on just some of the random star. I've never been a big Star Wars person. That's another thing that's starting the interconnectivity, right? And mm-hmm. and 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 like I look, they're, they're basing certain little blo- like right now the a lot of the stuff that's being released, like the Mandalorian, Andor. Well, that see no that that takes place like they have the timeline now with like mm-hmm. the the prequels. The original trilogy and the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Dunk, dunk, that dunk. takes place. And they the have em- certain things. That's ha- the Empire games uh, and area. and things. Yeah. Right now, there's this block. It's right after Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Where the Mandalorian takes place and Ashoka is going to take place. It's and, where a lot of the books and what were originally Ashoka, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and one other mo- show that might be released. They're saying they're going to source. Is it Ashoka or is it Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Anyway, but they're but the, all of these shows. The guy, there's one guy, kind of Kevin Feige slash John Favreauing that little block of stuff, and they're saying that it's eventually going to lead to an Avengers like movie, movie. Yeah, where they all kind, but it's all based on like the two big cartoons, Clone Wars and Rebels. And that's where I that's get where all of these characters uh, are coming from. I know, and I, I haven't been I'm, able to so keep up. So my point with is, the, I'm just as for fun, Ahsoka. Wa- watching Rebels, Asuka, Ahsoka, Asuka, and it's really good. <laughs> like it's good Star Wars stories. Yeah, he's yeah apparently yeah the, he's he's already made guest appearances. He's already been on uh, it's either Book of Boba Fett or Mandalorian and no no Obi Wan. 
in the obi-wan show mm, in a yep. flashback yep he's he's yeah hayden christensen we're, sorry we didn't even say the name yeah, like yeah no one can see that we're pointing at hayden christensen's name but yeah ahsoka is ahsoka. anakin's padawan that he had for a short amount of time during the clone wars okay and she's in the clone wars cartoon she's in the rebels cartoon a little older and now she's like and she's this they kind of like a middle path jedi where she's yeah. not dark or light she kind of quit the jedi order she's a cool character yeah, and she's. She, oh, I agree with that. She's a uh, her and the characters from Rebels are like the people that sort of started the rebellion, you know. And the they're the ones that there were just these cells of people fighting against the Empire, and they they show how she's was integral and in kind of linking connecting them, them, connecting the cells, and all what they're doing now. Have you watched those cartoons? They're, I'm watching Rebels right now. Okay. And it's really good. It's good. It's like, a, I mean, I, I'm not a, the biggest fan of the art style, but the stories. Stories are good. Are fucking great. And they they're, they source little bits from the quote unquote legend stuff, all the books and comics that they kind of set aside. Like Grand Admiral Thrawn, the blue guy. Mm-hmm. One of the best selling old novel series was the Thrawn trilogy. Mm-hmm. They repur- I read it. They repurposed him and he's going to. First, the same character, like Ahsoka from the from these cartoons, is the same Ahsoka that's going to be in that show. So the Grand Admiral Thrawn that they're introducing in Rebels is the same guy that's going to pop back up in Ahsoka, right? And be the big bad guy in Mandalorian. And he'll, he'll connect them all. Th- of what them. they're doing, they're taking the the blank spots both between the three trilogies and the blank spots they kind of allowed to happen. Within the movies themselves, because what was the big complaint with the last, the current, most current trilogy? There was no time they jump left, between the first two movies. Well, the, well, the, the three That's most recent one of movies, my big they left big. There's a lot of complaints. I remember your brother, your brother complained like they were, there wasn't a lot of explanation as far as like. I did too. I complained about that. Said, well, the, these. There's like, zero context what, movies. What the current yeah. Mandalorian, Bo, Book of Boba Fett, like they're exploring the, where the high order came from, where the, the the you know the imperial they're showing that there was a from the minute the emperor died watching like mandalorian um there was a concert like a, a legitimate effort between like four or five including admiral thrawn the empire never really went anywhere that emperor they just went from being the empire to being like an you know doing the same underground tactics as the rebel like they're showing that they they never went away Right. The, from the Jump Street, they were working on, cl- like, they showed that Snoke was literally just a placeholder clone. Like, the Emperor did not stop from the minute he became the Emperor trying to be immortal. There's re- they played off of that little speech he gave Anakin about uh, Darth whoever wanted to That's be immortal. Plagious. He's trying to do that. He Like, they show all these clone vats. Like, the bad guy in Mandalorian... The, the is uh who's the guy that played Fring in in Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he plays mm-hmm. like this um Imperial underling kind of guy. He's wonderful. He <laughs> he's is. He's good. And, but he they show him walking. Past, he's he's secretly trying to clone. Uh, there's several different people trying to help clone the Emperor and make yeah. it real. So I don't know. These shows are filling in a lot of the fun. They're playing in this big empty space. But you were saying that you said Marvel is trying to slow down. Oh yeah. Well, and I think that's why Taylor is because they probably knew that uh, like people like us were getting overwhelmed with content, and we felt like we couldn't catch up. It, I'm, I mean, they just want to refocus. I, I think at the it, okay, the, okay. I like re, you. I said, like you Thor, said you said refocus. I like. I, th- the last I think there's Thor something movie, to that. Yeah, but well, I mean, this next. 
Look, here, here's the thing here, and, I, and we're going to take a little break here in a minute, but here's the thing with the way I look at the Marvel thing. I watched all the movies up until Endgame, right? Yeah. And I've seen some of the movies since then. I've seen, you know, several of them. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, I saw the... Um, <laughs> Never mind. Shang-Chi. <laughs> no, I didn't see that. I, I, I like Shang-Chi. The one Sam, Sam Raimi did the, with... Um, um, uh, he directed so, it. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, I, I saw those two, and, and and they're great. They're great. But, but they, you, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness does not hit the way it should if you hadn't. But but here's watched the, well, well, that's part of the problem. You yeah. see, so before with the movies, you, you, didn't, you didn't need to watch, to watch the shows yep. in order to get the bang from the movies. Right. And now I'm being told, well, the reason that that wasn't as more, more impactful is you, you didn't watch. You know, fifteen hours of this show, but so that that's, to me, that's that's, the, a that's ton- the charm and the fun of of of. There's nothing of wrong with in, that, you know, because like I like like one of the classic things. If you've ever read a comic book, you're reading through issue whatever, and it, there, there'll, there'll be a little asterisk, and you look down at the bottom of the page, and it says "see issue whatever" or "classic issue this" for what they're talking about. Yeah, I f- fucking love that stuff. I like going. Ooh, let me. Ooh, wait, let me see what that like. That's what it's, but you could you you understood and could follow the Doctor Strange yeah, movie. Yeah, I still liked but, it. But no, yeah. but knowing what he's talking about in the beginning, when he's like, "Oh, well, I'm not here to talk about Westview." Westview's the town that Wanda fucks over in WandaVision, and it's just you know. Um, but there's also certain ones of those shows that are very self-contained and haven't affected the, or they're not part of the movies. At all, right? Like, like Moon Knight and and which are um, supposed to be good. Moon Knight's my favorite of 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 the Disney shows. It is self contained, and the performance of what's his name? He was in Star Wars. He played the X wing pilot. I, I forget his name. Um, but the, the, that's the actor that plays Mark Spector. Uh, he plays the multi personality thing in Moon Knight because that's that's the whole point of Moon Knight. He's this uh uh, uh like black ops warrior guy like military hired military dude uh gets shot up and uh already has like a multiple personality disorder that he's worked on but he's dying in the desert falls onto a into an altar for the god of Konshu and becomes his you know blah blah comic books <laughs> um but he's got these three distinct personalities there's yeah. mark specter his actual persona there's uh a, there's another little guy who's british who's like a, kind of scared and uh, uh, and that's who you're kind of introduced to in the beginning of the show you don't know what's going on and then there's at the end there's there's another guy that's very not nice but they're all him they're all this one guy and then he's also moon knight and a lot of uh, who's that guy uh, look up moon knight real quick the bad the guy that plays the bad guy is it christian's not christian slater <laughs> Fuck, who's so that? it's kind of like what's her name from Doom Patrol? She, she has different personas. Yes. Oh, very much. Yeah. But this this is like OG. This is like who's it? Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke plays the bad guy. Ah, he, Ethan Hawke. He's wonderful. That's he a does a bunch show. of horror movies nowadays. He's a uh, most of the other Marvel shows do have little tie-ins. Like She Hulk, you know, Hulk shows up. Blah blah blah. But Moon Knight 
if you were just to watch one random one. It's just a mini series, right? Six so I, I I do intend they're to They're all mini. They're all mini. I they're intend, all like 8 to 10 to t- maybe 12 episodes. Yeah. I think Daredevil, the new season of Daredevil's maybe going to get 12 10 to 12 episodes, but like She-Hulk was only 8 to 10, Moon Knight's only 8 to 10. They're all short. They're mini movies. That's Poe Dameron, right? Same yeah, same it's actor? The, yeah, the same it's guy. Poe. So that was what Evan was saying earlier, but He's No, I, I intend to watch all of them. I just haven't Decided to crack but that book just, right. But to Same. say that the fatigue, it's not that they're all very similar because that couldn't be no, further from the truth. No, they're not. I could more logically see someone say they have Star Wars fatigue because all the movies and, and even the good shows that I like. Like if you ask me, hey, what's your favorite Star Wars thing? Empire Strikes Back would still be number one, but none of the movies are anywhere in the top five yeah. at this point. Like not even the first Star Wars. Mandalorian is just the just such a fun like well let, let's take a break are right. we gonna take a break break yeah and then we we'll come back with a little swoosh real quick yeah. a little swoosh uh, going swoosh on and, and then pee. we'll be back and we're gonna keep talking about nothing yeah <laughs> yeah all right we'll be right back and we're back hello and uh, fail once again we're just flating disney we love you a different way of being uh let's transition to i mean I, we're not going to go through everything we've watched in the past year and a half no but like i like i went in and and i know the last time i adjusted the spreadsheet i made everything there was like long so, lists of like just single yeah, digits one day in the past i fluffed it out a year little. and a half evan uh texted us and was like i uh calibrated <laughs> Listen, I had the, the whole like point four five six eight two like the trying to decide between <laughs> something at nine point four five six and one at nine point three two. It was just this exercise <laughs> in idiocy. So Evan so went I, through and rounded everything to evens or point, point fives. Two, they were point now, fives. Now they're point now, two fives. Now I've listen, I've added some point two five. He started kind of fleshing it out slowly a little bit, slowly fleshing it out. Yeah, uh, I am going to make one change. All right, I'm going to sort it by you. As if you've listened to this podcast at any length and you followed our weird, uh, very scientifically inaccurate, (laughs) just meaningless numbers spreadsheet where we rank shows we've watched. Uh, Mad Men has always lingered at the top. Yeah. Even when Game of Thrones was riding high, like I think I've dropped Game of Thrones down to. We all have. It's in the mid eights. Yeah, it's like it's 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 like number twenty five for me now. So go back up to the top. I Mad Men has stayed, and I have the lowest score for Mad Men at a nine point five. Only because you weren't rounding. You lowered it when you rounded it. I rounded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have in the most. I, I Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Um, I have it at tied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was 9.5, going, 9.5. I was reserving. Listen, a show has not. But listen, you know how sometimes a show comes along at just the right time when something's going on in your life and you need some, you needed it. We all mm-hmm. have that. You needed yeah. something, and you just are like, oh, it's it's incredibly funny. Jason's. I mean, you can just look at the awards. Jason Sudeikis is one. You can look at the reviews for Ted Lasso. You can. There's not one bad one. Like, ev- it's one of the most glowingly, positively reviewed shows of the last five to ten years. Mm-hmm. It's incredibly, like I said, it's genuinely belly laugh. 
shit yourself funny at some points. All the characters are wonderful. I have it at a 9.5 tied with Mad Men. I want to raise it to a 9.7. I was going to reserve judgment until this is, it's just going to be three seasons. So it's not like it's a huge ask. They're ending it after this and they're voluntarily, it's not canceled. They were the, the the creator just said this is we we this is how many seasons it took to tell the story we had to tell and it just so happened to be three. Is this the first time you've moved something out of the point two five increment since you yes. redid it? Okay. Yes, I just want to put it up above. No, that. no, because there's a few. There's I have a, some four five. Okay, and, there we go. Yeah. yeah. In fact, make it make Mad Men four five and make Lasso point five just to stay with my new number. The four, five to five. Ted Lasso is my favorite television show. It it just I've had a rough last. Literally, the existence of Ted Lasso has has parentheses the three hardest years of my life. Yeah, and I love that it's I love that it's kind of going to be a short. It's a very recommendable. Not only is it endlessly recommendable, it's. It's genuinely, genuinely it, good. It's not like Mad Men where you can't really recommend Mad Men to everybody because it's I, not for everybody. I yeah. defy for a lot of people though. Anybody, old, whatever. Do you want me to find a review on the internet that's I'm negative? Just, I'm just saying, dude. Ted Lasso, <laughs> Metacritic. Ted Lasso. I, I would even go as far as say I don't think Jason Sudeikis. I don't know if he'll ever do anything as good because he's great, yeah. but. Something about the the whole like, thing they did. The there. guy, one of the creators and writers of the show, is in the show, and he didn't plan on being in the show. He's the guy that plays Roy Kent, who's like this very serious footballer that says "fucking cunt" all the time. He's the, he was uh, he's dark haired, beardy. I don't know if you ever seen him. Um, he was he. They, they were trying to cast that character, and then finally they were just like, "You're him. So you're gonna be him." So he's. He's great, and he's actually speaking of Marvel. He just got reintroduced. He got introduced to play the Marvel version of Hercules oh, in the yeah. last Thor movie. Nice. I mean, he's gonna be great. But every character, even the like, because the, the show Ted Lasso is about the American American style football coach that goes to England with his assistant coach, who's also very funny. These two American guys coaching a down and out uh, Premier League soccer team where the owner is a douchebag and is divorcing his wife. His wife got the team to kind of spite her husband. She's, you know, like the owner's great and her team of people are great and all the, the team. They give each member of the team just little personalities and they're all great. The current the and last season is going on right now. And it's like... What is it? Four? Season four or three? So three seasons. Okay. It's three seasons. Regular, not not a million episodes. Yeah. It's like 12, 10 to 12 episodes a season. I cannot recommend. Because I know, because there's nothing else on Apple TV I'm I'm, a, I'm watching. Have you I, seen Mythic Quest at all? We That's the only other thing we watch. Yeah. It's Rob McElhenney yeah. from It's Always Sunny. Yeah. It's their show about it's a new memo. It's supposed to be good. It is good. It's yeah. great. It's bizarre. It's it's. It's good, like in that kind of dumb show good right. way. Like it's not like oh, Mythic Quest, like Silicon so, Valley kind it's, of. Yeah, it's just a, a slightly higher quality film sitcom. Yeah, Ted Lasso is beautiful. Like, yeah, it, you're you're it, calling within it art. within like five minutes, you'll be laughing like like an SNL, the funniest it's ever been, like type laugh. Like you're laughing, like genuinely laughing. 
but the character development and then some of the they'll just hit you with some sincerity and kindness like ted is never not kind like he's the kindest sweetest person and they manage to and you'd think like that how does that equate to really funny but he's just so uplifting I can't, I don't know how else to say it. Like I yeah, like just turn on Apple TV just for that. Okay. You'd be able to finish on a, on in a week you'd be able to finish all of Ted Lasso if you watched every, you know what I'm saying, a couple yeah. episodes every yeah. night. I bet you y'all score, I I would I would be shocked <laughs> if y'all ranked it below an 8.5. Like legitimately. Mm-hmm. That's my pitch for Ted Lasso and why it is now my number one show. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest change. I did farted with a few things. Yeah, I, I, I mean, well, one of the main things I did was I lowered Battlestar Galactica a little bit. Me too. So The Wire is my number two show now, uh, under Mad Men, above Battlestar. And I think I think it feels better for me, personally. We're talking about a point zero five difference, but yeah. yeah. But we, I mean, we, I recently point watched Battlestar zero five. again. Yeah. I recently watched Battlestar again, and... My wife pointed out some things that I just never. I took off the rose-colored glasses, I guess, a little bit. The sci-fi nerd glasses. Yeah, and I mean, there are definitely some holes, uh, and and it was mainly just because of the writer strike. Yeah, if I think the holes, if if I'm, I don't know what she was if saying, they but had the, the holes would have been full seasons. It yeah, the been the holes show. would have been whenever they ended that one season prematurely, yep. where they supposedly found the planet and then they just ended suddenly. That was yeah. the writer strike. And Kara, it wasn't explained as well as it could be, like what she became. She was. It's basically a double. Ed- it's a double edged was- sword. I like when shows don't over explain. Yes, and they just kind of leave it as what it is yeah. because that show did Battlestar did both they over explained some things right. and under explained some and I can I can see the pluses and minuses yeah. of both as a dork that loves minutia like we were just talking about with Marvel and comics and Star Wars where you can I, I, I love minutia mm-hmm. I love that you know kyber crystals and then gamma yeah. rays yeah, and fun. all the things that, it's you know, fun. like it's just I love that shit yeah and but but I you think know, so. I, so if, if you if you talk, so I don't think that that is a hold. I think that you can look at that as you don't like. It is not. You don't, it is not a perfect show. I, you know, I, I, no, no, no. I, there's holes in the show, but I don't think Kara coming back was a hole. No, I like no. that in the context. Like in the context of Ga- in the context of Gaius Baltar seeing angels, basically the whole show. In the context of the religious overtones of the final seasons with Gaius. And, yeah. And all the other religious significance in the scriptures and in the president seeing religious visions, I don't think it was out of character at no. all for then for God to place plunk a thing that's exactly like Carathrace in there to move humanity well, where they needed to go to make the prophecies come true. And I think that's it, basically what that was. And I think it was the point the whole time for her because of the things she used to draw as a kid and drew through her whole life and she it, was always it was destined all, to yeah. end up what she I li- I yeah, I like and but Leo, that wasn't her. I mean that wasn't her. Y'all know yeah, that, right? Yeah. That was not she, she died. died. She right. died on She, the she died yeah. on that plant. That yeah. was it. And whenever she came back, that was never her. Right. And that's kind of hard for people to accept. It was a of her. Right. It was something that humanity needed cuz they needed Kara so God basically plunked something down like an angel. Yeah thing that looked like her but at the end certain people didn't get 
you know, their endings didn't get completely explained. Like where they ended up. I don't know. There's just, there's some things. I mean, a great, great example of something that I just, I mean, come on. They, they flew the ships into the sun and you can say a lot of things about the ending. That many people going, going, yeah, we'll just go live with cavemen. It's cool. right, right. <laughs> it's it's hard. It's a hard. Uh, it's a beautiful ending, artistic, yeah. and I love it. But at the same time, sometimes things can just. We have a hard time. If it wasn't, yeah. If you want to poke holes in, if it in wasn't the last, sci-fi, I don't think you can poke a lot of holes in the first three seasons no, of no, Battlestar. I no. think when it starts to get some holes is whenever you start finding out. Who the Cylons were all along. It wasn't, and a, then it wasn't if you start thinking back, and in and, and there's some things you can question. At it that wasn't point. straightforward sci-fi, and when you go a little, when you go off of the beaten path with sci-fi, it gets a little odd pretty quick. Yep, I, and I you just gotta kind of accept some. stuff. I can't specifically say what it is that she pointed out because it's been a while since we talked about it. We've watched other stuff since, but there's just certain things that were like I kind of see it now. Yeah, but again, for all those years that I was watching it, I just—it was—I still love it. It's still up in my mind. Did she like it? Yeah. So she just said she, that there was some holes. There's some holes. Yeah. It's just a matter of how much you are willing to look past. Right. Well, it was a show that was like moved from what sci-fi to USA to to it was booted around it a went little bit. Through, yeah. It, it was, but the production hell that show went through was. I mean, it literally survived because J- Edward James almost yeah. fought for it. Because he loved playing Adam. He loved he loved he the loved thing. that show, yeah. and he didn't want to see it die. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it but was, let me it see was before right the Golden there. Age of TV. It, you know. Oh. I mean, it's still. I did lower Doctor Who. It's number three for you. Yeah. It's only, so it's, it's not like it's uh, in the no, gutter or anything. No, it's just slight slight recognition of some weaknesses that you didn't see before. And the wire just feels more. Like tighter. It's solid. Well, it's better written. Yeah, it's, it's it's a solidly written show. So it just it felt, felt season like five definitely was the low point of the wire. I have yeah. not finished the expanse. I need to go back and probably it's good. Give it's it good. A whole run through to finish it off to see where it lands. And and in, looking at what in terms of Battlestar and looking at I what's give, next I give in the sci- books, I get why they ended it exactly where they ended it because they would virtually had a whole new cast yeah. if they did the next book right. in the in the in the whatever they're going to have to do a whole new show, whole new for show. It. But to, but to basically, do it. if you notice, Battlestar and Expanse are really high on our list, and I think it's fair to say each of us gives some bonus points just for being good sci-fi. Oh yeah, for sure. Because there's rare. not enough good sci-fi. See, yeah, and that's why I give. A lot, like, as much as there's a lot of fantasy, and I lump comic books into fantasy, fantasy and sci-fi, as someone like us who remembers when there was fucking nothing, like, like sci-fi lived on in TV and in high concept stuff like um, the Alien or whatever, like, just good adventure sci-fi was, it, it just... It's clicking now. Like you're getting stuff. Yeah. But it's still kind of almost in spurts and sparts. Like you can't, if you want a cop show, throw a rock. Yeah. For like, there's something that disproves fatigue. Cop and doctor shows. That's all. There are people that all they watch is just cop and doctor shows. And there's 900 cop and doctor (laughs) shows out there. No one's fatigued with that. Grey's Anatomy. 15th Chicago whatever. Chicago Hope. NCIS. How many Law and Orders have there been over literally our entire lives? I just feel like I, when even 
you know, yeah, okay, it's Star Wars and Doctor Who and all these sort of perpetual things. And people poke holes and go, well, I want something new. I'm like, you know what? I remember when the only fucking fantasy that I could readily watch was Xena. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, and the and you know, watching like what appreciate was, what we got to appre- an extent. I, remember, I mean, we yeah, got like, we got the best TV. I ever. remember what it was like pre Raimi Spider Man one, pre X Men yep. one. Yep. When it was like you had a couple of Superman movies, you had some Batman, and that's it. Batman was pick. it because it was easier to make because he had no superpowers and he was just in black, yep. and they could sell the black leather. But think about it, Spider Man one. That was the first. That was the big one, and that was what we were in high school. That was the first comic book accurate comic book movie. That's ever. what was so significant it, about even it. Besides Superman. Besides Superman, yeah. We've talked about it before, how it was colorful. It didn't use the black they, they leather like you said. Even, X, even X-Men terrified. used the black leather, right? Why, for some reason, those early Supermans, they were terrified they thought of people making wouldn't it buy look it. comic book. I also think it lacked... Uh, Spider-Man 1 had CGI that was acceptable for the time and i think that a lot of before then you didn't have so i i sit i sit looking i think the cgi still holds up i sit looking at my disney but i like it still i sit looking at my disney plus and i'm just like what a wonderful plethora like oh my god it's it's Pull up my history there yeah. on on Stranger Things. Well, did I, I, I look? Did, li- did I? I, uh, I want to point this it? out because you. Okay, what is this? Because last year, <laughs> what last, is this? <laughs> last year in May, you texted and you said, "You know what? Breaking Bad. I moved it up to a nine. <laughs> because Breaking Bad has taken its hits on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it has. And I, I, really, I just haven't had any. No, I know. But I effort just, to w- ever want to rewatch. I just wanted to make a note. So on what? The show. So what happened was. Um, I was watching Better Call Saul, and I I was watching it as it aired. Yeah. And Stephanie had never watched it before, and she came in one day after work, and she started just watching one of these r- random later season episode past where you've seen. Yeah. And she watched the full episode, and, and then I just hit the continue button, and then I noticed Stephanie was like, <laughs> still watching. And yeah. then I was like, so what? want to go start this at the she's beginning? She's like, what? Uh, after the next episode, and she's like, interested i could tell she was interested i know my wife and then i was like i mean what are you you like this i didn't think this would be something she's like no yeah i it's interesting i said okay well hold on yeah i was like (laughs) this you don't know what's going on right now there's a lot of things you don't know and we're gonna if you're willing to go on the journey right i will watch breaking bad with you and then we can go and i'll watch in order up to the point where you just watched this show and i did just that with her yeah we spent the next month Whatever, yeah, binge was, watching all Breaking Bad, and then I transitioned I to <laughs> we just transition right back into um, uh, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, and you know, <laughs> here's the thing: I remembered Breaking Bad being, and it is dark. It is. It's very dark, and there's an episode in season Lighter in the two beginning. or three. One, first couple seasons are light. Last, I can't get through. Bre- those Breaking last Bad fans will remember Peekaboo. As a, it's the darkest episode of the show where Jesse is trying to. He's with two meth addicts and they have a child. And and anyway, they end up killing one of them, kills the other, and it's just super dark moment in the show. Just, and you're wondering, what am I doing watching this? And when we got to that episode, I told Stephanie, I said, okay, I know 
that what you just saw you're gonna hate you're gonna realize bad. you hate all these characters no and i told her that up front i told her these are all bad people and and i was scared she wouldn't like it but she watched the whole show all the way through and i warned her this was the darkest episode and it is and after that point nothing's as dark as peekaboo in that show it's I, I, midway through the show and once you get past that there's a lot of moments honestly where breaking bad is not as dark as i remembered it quite frankly if you know what's going to happen it doesn't seem as bad and so that scene where where he's telling junior or whatever to to Walt, walter junior to keep drinking and hank's like nah nah knock it off knock it off they're at the pool and we, uh, he just keeps pouring the alcohol for him <laughs> drink <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> there's these scenes in the show that made me belly laugh and I didn't, I, I didn't remember that from the first time I watched it because it was so, I was so serious. I don't what know what it is. Next. With no, me no, right I know. Exa- I'm like I was in the this, same still boat. in this weird spot where I like the idea of watching a real heavy he- drama so th- that doesn't have like lasers or swords or something. I'm just like. So then oh, I, uh, I know, I know the ATM machine. Okay, yeah. So then, so then, once we finished Breaking Pick Bad. Then it was a lot easier. It's a lot easier to move on to Better Call Saul because Better Call Saul is as dark as it is in a way. It's a lot lighter than Breaking Bad. Yeah. And here's the thing: if you noticed on my, uh, if you notice, I have Better Call Saul ranked higher than Breaking Bad, which yeah. a lot of people would disagree with. No, I I completely agree. I know it's a better show. Um. So and and the reason for that. Uh, is it is easier to watch in a lot of ways. Yeah. The pranks that happen in the last two seasons that he pulls off, the shenanigans as you see them, or some of the... As he develops. Most... Dev- the Saul Goodman. Devastating, program. at the same time, hilarious things and how he fucks with people's lives. And then you see how certain characters get pulled into his world without me spoiling anything. And it's really well done. It's just solidly done. It's well fucking done. And then the and then here's the thing: they stuck the landing at the end. Very I'm end. about to start it over because um, last I saw was the fire. That's the last thing I saw. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's a, and it's been yeah. a while, but I'm gonna start it over because I really want to finish it because I really want to know where it lands because right now it's way lower than Breaking Bad, and I want to see where it lands. I mean, you can right. imagine it doesn't. Uh, he may not land somewhere great of all yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but i mean yeah but the way that they did the ending is so good and yeah. there's so many bad there's so many crime dramas that don't end well and there's so many shows that are strong i mean the ozark's a great example of a crime well, it's, drama it's i feel like to, that just gave me a man ending soprano yeah. it's same hard thing. to end a crime Meh. drama because the inevitable end of a crime drama starring a character where the main character is a bad guy is that bad guy needs to get their comeuppance, yep. and that is not a satisfying because you're both invested in this antihero, but the antihero because it, it's almost like a double edged like is Saul an wait, okay anti-hero? anti it, say I'm just saying if if Walter White had gotten away, you we we'd be sitting here going, well that's dumb, be yeah. terrible. He didn't get any, yeah. of the, but then he died, and that leaves kind of a, oh, well yeah, kind of a reaction, right? And that's that's I just I need. I can understand that, and, uh, and I'm not going to guarantee the journey is fun. Oh, yeah. The but journey the is way better the than destination, the destination. Of course, this is going to be a tragic. That's with most things. Yeah. So what did you um, want me to go down to earlier, Taylor? Sorry. Uh, I think I was looking at. Were you looking at Homeland? 
No, 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 no. Oh, I, oh, I know what I want you to change. No, Find... go back. Go back to our total average. Okay. Uh, what was I looking at? Uh, Secession will probably be the next thing that gets all three of us. I'll watch that eventually. The Wire, Stranger Things. Oh, Stranger Things. That's okay, what yeah, I. Yeah, yeah. What was my What was my history on that? Okay, yeah. Let's go there because I That's, was looking at how low that I was. I think I did something to that. Um, no, not really. It's always been in the high eights for you. I lowered it to eight point. Yeah, but I've been messing. Let me with tell you, you've something. been messing. Last June, you were messing with this rating. I couldn't figure. You know so what? I kicked, you I, know what kicked mine back up into the nines? Oh, it was. It was this okay. last season. <laughs> so <laughs> if you did a chart, it would be downward. Sh- yeah, on November 11, twenty twenty one, you gave it a nine. Uh, from a little downgrade from a nine point two. But then in June, and I want to, <laughs> I want to say this is all in June right here. Uh, this is eight point eight. Uh, same day, eight point nine one, eight point seven. 8.8 and uh, 8.81. That was all the same day. And then the next month, you went 8.68 down from an 8.81. 8.61. In other words, you had other stuff you wanted to move up and down, yeah. but you couldn't justifiably give that thing you wanted to move up and down a better score. So you're like, Stranger Things can take a knock. It's an 8.61 right no, now. No. I mean, that's part of it. Yes. The part of those little point one adjustments were for that reason, but the initial adjustment was because I did... I will say I had it had to I sink in, but I, I think that the last this current this last everything that happened in Russia was a snooze fest no, for me. See, I li- I really I, liked. The, I did not like it. I did the humor felt it did not fall for is that me. Season three, yeah. Well, it's the whatever the most latest. recent season. Oh, I haven't seen season four yet. Okay, so with him, with, with uh, her going over to to yeah. say her and Murray going to save. I li- don't get me wrong. I still I, like. I, 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 obviously, I love the show. Still, I'm just saying that. It, what a good show. It missed that screen time was a waste to me. And I felt like it was just so that certain characters could be alive. Eh. And then they just kind of pop up at the end. I thought that was Yeah, let's not spoil it too much. But um, Yeah, I'm not gonna say any names. I, I I remember starting the first episode and it was very dark. It was very horror-ish. And I was like, I don't I'm not sure where we are right now. So I might need to rewatch the whole thing. And it's get, worth re- it. I think feel it's of an it absolutely rewatchable. Yeah, no, I know it is. Like, all right, and here's the net. But other, I stopped at, at episode one, and I was like, I'm not really in the mood for. Keep this show staring right at now. it, and I just want to, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the show that might for me break up. Uh, organize it by mine real quick. I'll just say Strange New Worlds. I, you know, you always you're like you want to make a change break. Let me give it one more season just to make sure. What I'm feeling is legit. Oh wow! Yeah, you've strange you new worlds it. is one of the best. It's but it's only one season. That's why I'm waiting. Well, but you it, got it at a nine. It might 9. go up a little farther. Wow! I so thoroughly enjoy Strange New Worlds. It is so the essence of Star Trek. It's it's got the optimistic. Well, it's my top. Star Trek show. They blend. Yeah, mine too. They, they blend. They you can. They they're not shying away from the '60s aesthetic. I like it. They, I like. They're, the they're just very. I like the whole thing. Effortlessly blending like a very modern look. Eight point six two for me. It's and 9. the most 2. 5 for Evan. Brilliantly done Star Trek thing 
period. It gives and you Ra- oh Ray it give, Ray is in on this one at eight point one five. It gives you what yeah, our friend. We added a column for our friend Ray. Right, Ray was also um, on Stranger Things. He gave it a so a, Justin. He's in and, line with us. Justin and Evan gave it nine point two five, and then I gave it eight six one, and Ray eight eight five. Anyway, go ahead. I think Pike. <laughs> like if we're if we're starting to talk like favorite captains, he's P- fun. Pike very well. I'll tell you what though. A one-off captain that is now one of my absolute favorite Star Trek characters ever is a character named Captain Shaw from the latest episode season of Picard. He's a completely new character. He is the his tone is so different than any like without spoiling anything, Riker and Picard end up on Riker's old ship, the Titan, the one he was a captain of kind of That's after Tim. Kind of a um, spoiler. And the current <laughs> captain, and the well, I'm not telling you how they end up there. Oh, okay, they're okay. on the ship for some reason. The captain of that ship now is a guy named Shaw. He's he, he's so good and, and takes zero of Picard and Riker's shit. Does not give a shit who they were. Makes fun of him, tells people to shut up. Like it's, <laughs> it sounds like an admiral. He's yeah. he does sound he, but sounds his like little admiral. character arc, and 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 how he relates to Seven of Nine, and and the it, it's just oh god yeah. That's the other thing. Find Picard, find Picard on here. I don't. It's probably pretty low. It was pretty season low. one and two. I did not. I was not kind to Picard. This is one. We had do, it in the sevens. This is what I'm gonna do though. This is what I'm going to do, based completely on season three, the last season. All right. I'm raising it an entire point to an eight. You love the show. From a seven to an eight, yes. Season three of Picard, like, as, listen, this, our whole, this whole spreadsheet, all of this started with us wanting to watch TNG. It's true. From the beginning. And in in the aftermath of each episode. X-Files. X Files, TNG, anyway. yeah. Um, TNG. We've talked about how it's just in our DNA. Right. We were the, just the right age. We were just coming of age as like transitioning from cartoons to TV shows with people adults in it, and TNG was just that. And I, I you know, we love how the show ended, where the, where Picard finally joins the bridge crew for poker, and that's how it ends. And then the movies just kind of fucked everything up. All the TNG movies, every single one, including First Contact, kind of fucked over the characters we loved and changed them and screwed them, especially like Data, like blew them up four different times. And season three three of Picard takes the bridge crew, the ones that were all fucked over, you know, like Beverly Crusher, who was a non-character in all the movies, just stood there. They gave every all seven of them their due, mm-hmm. and put them exactly where you would hope they would be by the end of everything. And and it's like they they fixed it, and they all just kind of took their hands off of it and went, "Okay, we're done with TNG." They're they're it's like you they put back together, you know, that Chinese pottery that they that's they put back together with like molten gold. And it's like shattered, but like they put it back together. It's like that. They took the broken pieces of the thing we loved and put it together in a way to where it's even more beautiful than the way the show ended. And they, it like the bold show. And now they just went, okay, we're sorry. Here they are playing cards. Goodbye. It was great. I, so I, yeah, it's, I'm, it, I'm sold. I'm going to, I, it, it, if I'm season, gonna watch it. if season three 
had not been that, I might have dropped it to a 6.5 or something because I don't really care for the first two seasons of Picard. From what I found out, though, the reason the first two seasons of Picard were a mess was that old Patrick Stewart was a big part of the creative process of seasons one and two. <laughs> and in season three, when Paramount was like, yeah, we kind of want to put a bow, way. put a bow on this and be done with it. Yeah. He had way less. So like some Star Trek people and Paramount, this is an example of like the studio going, um, doing the right thing for a change. Hey, Patrick, fuck off. <laughs> uh, and so they, it, they made it seasons one and two were just kind of, Borgy, weird time travel mm-hmm. mess, especially season two. I, <sighs> um, but season three was just a love letter to TNG fans, you know. So anyway, anything uh, you want to highlight there, Justin? Yeah, on yours. I've done some calibration, uh, and part of it is rewatching certain shows, and part of it is listening to our podcast over and over. For the past however many years we've been doing this. <laughs> uh, because when we get to Friends, you know. You you were the biggest Friends fan on I've ever and, met. And honestly, I still love yeah, the show. It's, it's a, great. It's a warm blanket. Bag of chips. It's a bag of chips. And But I moved it down. It's still in my love category. It's an 8.27. How I Met Your Mother, though, has dropped further. Does not hold up. It's the jokes. There's so many. It's Listen, teetering on the edge of of like falling into a like show. Rather I can than accept certain. Like you know, you it's already back, there for me. Seven point five. Yeah. With our age, you look back at some of the things you love from when you were younger, and you kind of hear a joke or something, and you go, "Oh, that's <laughs> not. I don't. I shouldn't be laughing. Not even like ah, that was inappropriate, but like, yeah, you've grown to the point where you're like." That's not fucking funny. Like gay panic stuff, trans panic stuff, just kind of low hanging fruit humor. Yeah. That's a lot of what. And so. There wasn't a lot uniquely clever about how I met your mother. Now, when I listen to the episode about it, like, it's hard for me to listen to because y'all rail on it so hard. <laughs> Deservedly so. Listen, it is it is literally the line between, between like and hate. I still. I still enjoy, like, I enj- I do not regret watching it. Yeah. It's, I don't know how to put it. I just know that when I watch it now, it's not as uplifting. It, it, it doesn't resonate as much with Here's me. Here's a good example of a show that I would say is, for me, is exactly in the same place as far as, like, I know it has the big issues, big fucking issues, it, and some of which are the same issues I have with How I Met Your Mother, yeah. which is the off-color humor. Like over the last couple of years, Big Bang Theory has always kind of, has just it's on in these like nine-hour blocks on TBS yep. right when we sit down for dinner. It was on like when I was in the hospital recently. It was just on, and it was it's dumb, and talks about comic like it make it like it makes me think because I'm like this is the most popular sitcom of the last de- couple decades it the humor <laughs> some of the jokes are such i know that the people most of the people watching it don't get half the jokes about like comics and sci-fi and or stuff physics or physics yeah it's a it's a smart show about four atheists yeah talking about green lantern and spock and talking about hard theoretical physics right. and it's the most popular laugh track sitcom and that's that what but i don't know 
you know, I, I, I can't say what it is that differentiates How I Met Your Mother from Big Bang Theory. Same level of laugh track, sort of bottom of the barrel type sitcom. But it's not. But, but it's, it's not bottom it's, of the barrel. It's not as mean. So here's while a, Big Bang Theory, they do pick on each other. Yes. There's a heartfeltness, a yep. warmness, a warmness. Yep. Even between characters that don't particularly yeah, care for each other, I've detected warmness from the little bit I've Sheldon even seen, which is very few. Feels a little like Data. There, well, I mean, listen, half the cast of TNG has made appearances on yeah. Big Bang Theory, like Lavar Burton and Will Wheaton's virtually a cast. Yeah, member he is playing Will Wheaton. Yeah. Um, it's there are some like I'm not saying that it's a laugh a minute. It's definitely a chuckle show. You know some yeah. stuff you can, you you like, you're like mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but there is some shit on that show, and it's usually involving a guest star. And they I I Big, Big Bang Theory has the best list of guest stars. Oh yeah, Bob Newhart plays this uh, oh, sort Bob of a Mister. He plays a Mister Wizard, Wizard character yeah. that was like uh, Professor Proton. Yeah. Uh, who inspired Sheldon to be a scientist? He show the episodes he shows up in. You know, you just you realize why Bob Newhart. But then also the scientists that show up: Neil deGrasse Tyson and Stephen Hawking. In one of his uh, yep. a- appearances, where they could have easily just used a robot voice and been a dick, yeah. But they contact Stephen Hawking and had him record his voice, just like it's the appearances on The Simpsons. That's Stephen Hawking, yeah. And he's fucking funny. He is. He had you. You see when they say, "Oh, Stephen," Hall, everyone that works with him is like, "Oh, he had such a fucking sense of humor. He was such a dick." And that's why Big like, Bang Theory is sitting above How I Met Your Mother for me right now. Yeah, it's 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 just a good ass show. When, whenever you guys say that it's In bottom fact, bottom of the barrel, raise raise Big Bang Theory to an eight for me also. Whenever you guys say it's bottom of the barrel. I'm, so I there, there was a Stephanie you know and I. What I we, mean. No, I know, like, but it, I just want to. I just want to. Very, very, very. If you ever main, mainstream, if you ever want to just get entertained by how bad things can be, look up like a list of canceled sitcoms oh, and yeah. go on YouTube and just watch an ep- like half an episode. There's of it. a podcast. I, there I've are so to many it. failed, unfunny laugh track sitcoms. There's I, a, I there's looked. A podcast, I just was a watching a podcast called the Dead Pilot Society that is literally just people coming on to talk about their pilots and shit I that mean, was canceled or never greenlit. A lot of they're just <laughs> making sexist, racist, joke, terrible jokes that aren't even that you're funny just supposed to and, hand wave and, and be like, oh, you know. yeah. Just, Justin, just, just just thinking about it, how I met your mother's been. Downgraded. There's a difference between just lowered it down. Damn. Cr- and a lot of it, is it that be, be, that's the meanness of it. It could be the same joke that they're assholes, but just delivered differently, and it's less mean or hey, it's less. You know what? You know dirty. what? About, you know about how I met your mother. How I met your mother is about a bunch of assholes that never get their due. Yeah, and you know you can say what you want about Seinfeld. Seinfeld, but at the end of the show they get their due, and then similarly in the reason always Sunny resonates with so many people, including myself, is because they always get they. Always get <laughs> fucked over for being evil pieces of shit. And in How I Met Your Mother, they normalize it, kind of like friends, but they're even bigger assholes, and they never get... They're just any, supposed to be any, good people. Any trials or tribulations, no... They, they don't take... They take all their, their friends and, and social life and, and position and where they live for granted. They they're they're Yeah, it's not... I will say this I, in defense of how I met your mother. My last thing I'll say is there have been, you know how you talked about you've had times yep. in your life I and, and 
How I Met Your Mother was there for me for when I was going through period. some yeah. things and, and it was something I could put on. And, and sometimes and that it, translates to a show you look back favorably yeah. on. Like, right. Sometimes you look back and go, oh. It was like a gravity blanket for you. It kind of. It, it, it was a comfort blanket yeah. show for me at a time I was going through something really rough. Yeah. And so, you know, does it even deserve a 7.5? It may not, but. Uh, it made me laugh some, and and the, and no, you look. can't. And there were some good character Marshall and Lily. There was a warm. They part could have to been them. their own. Um, if you'd have told me that there was a sitcom just starring Jason Siegel and Allison Hannigan, that probably would have been just as good of a show. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for them, I don't know what kind of. Well, the lead. What's his name? I, the I guy that played the main character was unlikable ted ted was unlikable <laughs> when you can there we go justin we're turning this into an episode yeah. where we rag uh, so on it i'm just gonna tell you why unlikable will, why it will never not be a seven for me there's there's three key three key factors one it was innovative in how it was kind of laid out edited yeah had very it won a lot of awards for that yeah uh, number two, I do like the 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 moments it, it of went on for fate one, and one destiny in a love story, and there's certain moments within that context that I really like. And then they they have him meet their mother, and then they go, "That's <laughs> dead." Sorry, I, I, but I yeah, and they make you, you know what would have been brave. Le- not leaving the Robin thing with the blue French horn at the end al- off, and just had him there, explain that your mom, their mom died. There and- is an alternate ending. I don't know if you've ever seen it's it. It's where Robin and the mom get together, <laughs> and Ted dies of cancer. <laughs> and that would have been better. But, but I would have mu- yeah. perfect, perfectly fine. The with third that. key, the key thing of why it will always or never not be a seven, at least, is because it is a warm blanket show. And it's a good one, but because of all the misogyny, yep, the fat shaming, yep, all those lazy ass joke writing, lazy low hanging fruit joke, all yep. those things that y'all have mentioned before. It's, but, it's you know what? There is a difference, like with Big Bang Theory. Just as there's there's some misogyny, there is some off color jokes, but like we said, all four of the male characters in that show eventually get got yeah they get each other constantly like sheldon is an insufferable asshole but he doesn't always win it's it it's kind of golden girls ish yes it has golden girls energy yeah where they're kind of ragging on each other the whole time but you and can sheldon tell, eventually gets his comeuppance on you know he but gets you can tell like every it, one of them does. it makes the moments where sheldon has a an emotional an emotional response. human moment yeah like the show like when he hugs Found Penny. Found stride. When he hugs Penny for the first time. When they added Maya Bialik as his girlfriend, the show just, it was like, it was like when you're watching Parks and Rec and they add Adam Scott and Rob Lowe yeah. and you're like, ah. This is the show. This that is, was, this is that was the, the show. Yeah. This is better. This, there was a, there was a missing, you left out the paprika from your papa, chicken paprikash and there it is. <laughs> Danny like, DeVito in, in d- Always Sunny. Yeah. In fact, Absolutely. I was watching, I, 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 yeah. I, I, I consumed the, the Conan's podcast via the YouTube clips on that he, the, where you can watch him. <laughs> he had uh, Charlie Day on and Charlie was saying, he's like, he was explaining how the improbable story of how I'm of it's always sunny. And how, Danny it, how it, well, how it, he said that FX 
after season one, was it season two they added Danny? Yeah, d- no, it was season, t- yeah, beginning so of season two. They, he said that FX told them, they said, your show's really great, but if you don't add, it was, it was the last era where like they could say something like, you need to add a star or we're going to cancel you. He said, you need to attach a name to this show or we're going to cancel the show. And Charlie said, literally, through some convoluted way, they found out Danny DeVito watched the first season of the show and enjoyed it. And his kids did. His kid, yeah, he just, Danny DeVito his kids has loved this it. penchant for staying in touch with And he stuff. knew he knew one of the guys, the executives of, at FX and, or something. And so they reached out and he joined the show. And he said that, yeah, he said there was no, he said there we were going to be canceled. And now there's been and There's about to be 17 seasons. He said he wasn't going to be on the show unless they could write a good character for him. They didn't want to throw, and they did. They knocked it out of the park. The I, like character. you can see, what do I have? I think it's always sunny. Is like my third or fourth yeah, top I mean, show. It's like up there, it's, yeah. I've I caught up on the last two seasons. I'd missed the the season where they go to Ireland. Good stuff. Oh my god! Like you, t- I, there's nothing I think I love more. Is that show over? They're no. do, I think they're doing one or two couple. I haven't no, heard that they're going. End. It, they're just keep they're going. going. Okay. Um, probably till Danny. They get, probably, the, honestly, it'll end when Danny DeVito. I think retires. the gang goes to yeah. Ireland. He's eighty now. The so. gang goes to Ireland might be like the the shift from absurdist humor to very sincere. Like at the end of the season, yeah. Charlie Day. They've done that before. Is a damn good actor, and he flexes that acting muscle. At the end of the Ireland, yeah, three or four Ireland has a serious moment with his there. Dad, like, oh my god, it's so good. Like, it, and you're just sitting there going, oh my god, this is. So, and and you talk about that moment where they are they're all so shitty to each other, but all of a sudden there's that one moment where they're just kind to mm-hmm. each other, and there are few and far between, and it's always sunny. Let yeah. me tell you something. But the that right after that scene, I'm talking about, it, you're like, they love each other. Like it just, especially uh, Danny DeVito and Charlie, like Frank and Charlie, is you you have to rank them above some of the best, like with some of the best comedy character duos, yeah, ever. I agree. I love those moments in that show where they find they have that camaraderie and that one episode where they have the guy that shushes them at the bar and they can't find him and they have a cartoonist drawing pictures of him and they never find him until the very end where he just randomly goes up to their bar and they took the Patty's Pub sign off and they were, because that was the type of bar he went into is an unlabeled bar. And then and then Dennis is, tells Charlie, lock the door. And then they all just have this look on their face like they're just going to completely fuck him over. <laughs> like, Such just, a good show. Like, the development of some of the mythos and it's always saying, like the, the apartment that Charlie and Frank live in. Like Charlie's apartment and the different thing, toe knife, Oh, oh, dug too deep. Oh, to- yeah, or or the the or when they like poop in the bed. Yeah, that. Like, I mean that. Yeah, that sticks out to my so mind. That's another time. show that I was. I never really thought Frank my Reynolds wife into would madness. get into. Yeah, and she she not only took to it, she took to it as much or more than me. And she's she's the one. I'm not even the one walk, listening to the Always Sunny podcast. She well, is, and it, I just catch the parts where. I, you know, the last one I caught with her was the first half of the one with Danny DeVito. Well, like, you know, it's, it's good, good when you try and rank like your favorite character, like which character is best and you start going, no, goddamn, when. Yeah. I used uh, to say Dennis and then now, then I said Frank in a lot Mac, of ways. It's, it's, I Mac, like, all like when, like D, D, 
She's oh, great. Oh, goddamn it. She's god hilarious. It. Oh, get like, out of my business. Like when she's like, oh God, like the, the episode where she does the stand up comedy and they fuck with her to make her think she's succeeding, but she's not. Oh, guys, I just, oh, Taylor, can I take, yeah. Oh, I need to start making a list of shows I, that uh, I need to finish, like re rewatching Finish. And it's always sunny as one. I need to go back. I do a lot of watch way through. Damn good show. Uh, Justin call. and Evan, I do a lot of watching Better of call uh, TV. Saul and I just too. wanted to say that the Sons of Anarchy uh, rating, I told Taylor earlier, I, it's uh, a bunch of crap. <laughs> Evan, gave and, a, Evan gave it a five. <laughs> it's uh, a... <laughs> I, I, yeah, fuck that show. My girlfriend and I, we watch on a 4K it, like when I look back, uh, TV, and, and I know you guys say no, don't talk know about a lot about uh, TV and movie, and I think y'all guys are full of crap. That's the truth. <laughs> okay, Chris, Christopher, is that your name? I think we've heard quite enough from you. Bro. <laughs> Bro, y'all don't even watch good shows. That was Christopher, you... Pushed me off the mic for a minute. He had some <laughs> bullshit comment about our low. I know a lot of people don't like oh, Evans. Five you, out of ten. You people don't appreciate uh, good humor. Good, good whole. You know, you you watch Sons of Anarchy. You learn about industrious Americans, international shipping, <laughs> building their own business, and what gets in the way? The government. The government gets in the way. Ron Perlman and that Australian fellow, all they wanted to do was, was was you know, sell good godly firearms. The American dream. The American dream. The American dream of selling selling munitions to the Irish uh, militia, the Northern Irish uh, terrorists. The good guys. The good guys, yeah. People that solve their problems with pipe bombs. All right. Let's all fight about... Catholics and stuff, whatever. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, good folks. Uh, that Charlie Hunnam. Uh, what was the guy's name? What was his character's Jax name? Teller. Jackson. Jackson. With an X. Solid American uh, name. If I, if that was my son, I would be the most proud. I would dead ki- racist. I would kiss him. I would be the most proud dead racist currently inhabiting this. Uh, what am the fourth level of hell? <laughs> I don't remember where I am this week. Uh, BT Dubs. Hell's awesome. I'm real popular down here. Amen. Uh, I think all of the male serial killers have gotten a bad rap. They're all nice fellas. Real nice guys. Rush, what about Tucker? Oh, that's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) That's a real shame. That young man had his head screwed on straight. He was telling the truth, and then they just... What? What? He, he, He calls a few people a racial slur. He, he, he calls a few female staffers an inappropriate word, and all of a sudden, what, what, he's fired? He, what, he lies about m- every major news story? He, he, he literally helps f- create <laughs> January 6th, personally, uh, 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 you know, the lie that cost Fox News nearly, uh, what is it, $75 billion or some shit like that? It was mostly him. Oh, big surprise, he was fired. I mean, uh... I'm getting my messages mixed here. It's, yep. both, it's Evan talking through yeah, Rush. Yeah. Uh, he's a he's a good lad. Real shame. Hope he lands on his feet somewhere. <laughs> oh, so man. the last show I want to touch on my own. Bring on, back the bow tie. On my list is I think I'm the only one out of us three who's finished The Walking Dead. Oof. That would be accurate. That is a... And 
I'm almost tempted. What is, doesn't the blue mean? I tried when we highlighted <laughs> yeah, square the blue, blue. The blue means I'm, that you haven't finished. I think you need to. Yeah, you need it's to like highlight. A teal blue. You need to highlight me teal because I means don't know. You gave it a shot. And red, red means I'm never doing it. Right? No, red, red means you're never gonna watch it. Blue means you're never gonna finish it. Yep. You watch some of it if it's. I'm gonna need blue. to highlight a few things blue. Yeah. So, um, I had gotten up through season nine of the show. And I stopped at a certain point. And I was like, and that was maybe a couple of years. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go back because I really want to get the full no, you, view. No, you rewatched it? I went all the way Holy back to the crap. beginning. Jesus because, Christ, Justin. Because I wanted, to, I, wanted wow. to, I wanted to get Dale and Andrea and T-Dog. And I wanted to get that wow. feel again. T-Dog. Good Lord. T-Dog. I what was the RV T-Dog. guy's name? That was Dale. Her- that was Dale. Dale. He was a what? Season one, two. Died in season two. Yeah, and I'm, who I'm, is the guy that di- that used to be up on the <laughs> on the camper? That's Dale. Dale. That was, okay. That? The old yeah. man. Oh, with the okay. Yeah. Okay. Before Herschel. That yeah. was that the first death where we were like, <gasps> oh, oh my god. That was the first time they got. And then after the fifteenth one of the. Okay, you know what? I get your fatigue. Listen, the fatigue <laughs> thing. I think if you're into the property, if you're into the genre. Like if you're stuck in on zombies, yeah. Oh yeah, I get it. Like, and you're you're probably psyched as fuck about all the spinoffs that are because what are three different Walking Dead spinoffs about so, to happen. I'll get to that. But like, I get it because I'm never. I I'm not. Yeah, I don't, you're not into. I'm not gonna. I don't. To I'm know. not a horror guy. Really, yeah. I'm not a zombie nut. Well, I'm probably the most horror. And but, but let's. But go Evan, ahead, Evan stays away from darker. Right. Media. But it's kind of I'm fantasy. A, I'm in a, I'm, I'm in a, sti- it's a I'm kind in a, of fantasy streak. I'm in I, I keep, think I'd be into it. I, I'm, I'm more keep, likely to watch it. Than, I'm going to keep pushing Haunting of Hill House um, on you guys. But yeah, anyway, yeah. go ahead. So, Justin. I, like I said, I wanted to go back because I knew there was a lot of stuff back there that was good. Shane, Andrea, the whole thing at the CDC I'll watch where a, you saw how be it, clear, though. I'll watch a drama. Yeah. It, it, this, this has fantasy elements in yeah. it. I'm talking about like, I just can't watch like, I'm a cop. <laughs> I, I yeah. work, oh God, my wife hates me and my kids are shitty and I'm working this goddamn job's killing me. Yeah. Oh, this, I'm a cop. Yeah. Like, no, I can't. I'm not. I don't care. Okay, so CDC, you said. So that's the end of season one or two. I can't remember. <sighs> I don't remember. But go ahead. But I just, like I said, I just wanted to go through it again because I knew there was a lot of good stuff in the early seasons. And there's a lot of good stuff through the whole show, really. Yeah. It's up There is. Um, I don't know about the whole show, but yeah, there's there's some stuff in there that's good. And obviously, when, sure. you, when you get to Negan, and it's uh, that scene is still really hard to watch. Line them up, boys. <laughs> Line them up. I'm of two minds. Let me get my bat out. I feel like Negan Here's, is incredible. Me too. Taylor made an awesome point back in season two where he said, when you get to Negan, laugh with him. Yeah, it helps. Because it, it does help. Yeah. And when you know it's coming, it doesn't hit his heart, obviously. Right. Uh, but there was an there was a a scene that I had seen in season nine years ago when I was watching it week to week that ripped my heart out. But between the time that I had seen it and the time I got back to it, I completely forgot it was it happened. It was season nine, episode fifteen, called "The Calm Before," and oh, whenever I realized what was coming. Because I remembered it. Gosh, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And then <laughs> I don't want to spoil. I mean, 
I feel like that. I don't show, know if you're planning on finishing it. Uh, I plan. First thing. I will. I, I, I'm probably gonna finish. I'm it. gonna. Pr- well, then why did you? Anyway, blue well, we means can... I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, blue. I thought you said blue just means I haven't finished. No, it's no, not blue, going to. Blue finish. means you're done. Yeah, trying to watch you're it. You're not gonna finish. That's no, what it's always make meant. Make it white again, then. <laughs> white just is still in but, queue. But a lot of shows don't have the ability to. to to pull on my heart that way, to just rip my heart out. And that was one scene where it was even more hard to watch than Glenn and Abraham. Uh, yeah, than Glenn. The Glenn and, and Abraham? And Abraham, yeah. But... Um, was it Jesus? <laughs> I feel no, like with Walking Dead, I, I'm, nah, my, the no, good... No. Well, I know it wasn't Maggie, and I know it wasn't... Negan and I know it Darryl wasn't Daryl and I know it wasn't Michonne, uh, Michonne because she's in the show. With, okay, so, so let, me just, someone, let me just talk about the end. Though. Carl, where's it? Carl died. Carl died earlier, right? I jar jar yeah. Dude. yeah, that's another thing. When Carl died, that was another. So first of all, uh, I'll, was, I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you finish. Nothing. I'm just going to say this one thing. Yeah. Carl was a nothing burger. No, 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 no. Character. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You you lose the main character of the Who's show. That? hat he's off the show and he's not dead necessarily obviously he's not dead now that we know there's a show about him and there's a movie or some bullshit there was going to be movies whatever so they did a show instead but then they kill carl and no that wasn't the point where i got off the boat but it was just another lad first and then rick left tell me if you all agree okay. with this with walking dead hold, hold on hold on i want to go ahead, go ahead. I, i'm just with <laughs> walking dead i would say on the whole it's a good show. Uh-huh. There was a lot of good. There are some point that both care, whether it be a character, a performance, a stretch a of storyline or pairing. a pairing that rises above good to great. Yeah. Some good peaks. But a yeah. lot of those, yeah. there is so many characters and it's so long and there's so many mid-season breaks that were so long. Long and seasons then, too. I feel like the great gets lost in a sea of quote unquote good. I feel like you forget half of the great because there are so many fucking characters and so many meandering storylines and so little conclusion to things. You, you, like, like, uh, what the guy that plays Negan. I love him. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I love Jeffrey Dean yeah, Morgan. Everything he's ever done. Yep. I'm like, oh, it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, I like him so much. I feel like his performances as Negan, not just evil Negan, but the path that character walks is very nuanced. Mm -hmm. It's very like a lot of blank spots where you're supposed to interpret. And he, his performance is so good. He, it's lost though in a lackluster season, bunch of seasons. It with very little focus on him. It's just, it, there's so, there's so much meh. That the great stuff in that show just gets, I like lost. Agree with a lot of what lost Evan just said. In in that in, but honestly, those mid season breaks, that is the thing that killed my my momentum more than anything. With shows and Walking Dead did it more than anybody was like, oh hey, four four episodes, cool. See you in six fucking months for the rest of this quote unquote season. It's like no, that I mean that killed. Any momentum I had to slog through some of the shittier parts of that show, or meh, or even just good parts, to get to the great, yeah. 
it, those mid-season breaks, I'm just like, who gives a shit? What season is it? I don't even know. Is so it still finish, season four? Okay. So tell me about the finale, so, Justin. You know, when, you, when you're watching a show, you want a definitive ending, yes? Oh, it's not going to give you that. Generally, not with all those spinoffs. Speaking yes, I would prefer that, yeah. But this no. show, what they did was they used the ending to launch a bunch of other shit that might not even happen. It, I'm sure it'll happen. You never know. FX in this day and age, I don't count AMC. on anything. AMC. AMC, AMC, HBO, all of them. So what? It, so anything. Can was there any? There was. I mean, like conclusion to any yes. character at all? Yes. Or we're, okay, we're, at the so, end of it, were there still zombies? Yeah. Rated. Did out anybody of, rated like, out of ten? Get saved the ending? Yeah. Rated out of ten. The last. Did episode. humanity like? Did civilization come back? Like it, it, or was it still just like, oh no, we're in dirty clothes and there's <laughs> overgrown forest everywhere, and, and there's the people gas? with corpses talking. And people to wearing us. skin are gonna get us. Like Daryl's going overseas. Michonne is going to find Rick. Those are the two shows, right? They're gonna do a Daryl show where he's on a motorcycle cruising around probably Europe or something, showing what the rest of the world is doing during uh-huh. the. And then it's gonna be the Michonne Rick show. And there's another one. I can't remember. I don't know. Maggie, maybe it's Mag. It's Maggie and Negan in New yeah. York. Yep. Yeah, I they, read about that. Okay, yeah. I might. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're because, again. Oh, it's on, because on, I like on, that on. one character. Hold it's on, not hold, because I want to watch more of what's hold, her name. It's hold on, Maggie. I have to ask. So you're telling me, did did it end for any character at all? I did what? So. Uh, did Carol get a good ending? Yeah, it's because Carol even around? Is she dead? Is that the spoiler? Did Carol die? <laughs> I don't think Carol died. I don't. You know, I'm. I'm like I said. I'm, that goes back to what because, you said. You because can't, who knows? So, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> they, out of the 900 characters, and listen, I like a bunch of characters, but they were so so similar. Because it and, because uh, it was such a play. I, I don't even remember. It's not memorable ending. They strung Carol up and slowly raised her. Yeah, on I the, know this is a con. I know he was such, everyone. All women love him and but. The character Darryl. I could just give exactly the character I could give I'm with you, less buddy. than a rat shit about. I don't care I, at all. I'm like Daryl should Darryl. have died. I wish he would have died earlier. He should have died show. earlier <laughs> or become a villain. Yeah. Like his brother ugh. was a villain. Why didn't he join his no, bro? What they should have done, considering what a good actor his brother did. <laughs> The brother started off. The what I thought. Was, I like, love it. Think this about is it. So unpopular, but the brother. I, I agree with. You. They should have kept him alive and yeah. had them slowly switch places. Yeah. And had the brother become the ally and had yeah. Daryl slowly become a fucking psychopath because that felt like what they were kind of well, going they, for. The actor would disagree with you that plays Daryl. I don't Darryl, like him either. Daryl, I be, I came to like a lot more in the later seasons because of his connection with another person who showed up. Who. I watched quite a bit. I just haven't. Was a deaf girl? No, I don't know who that is. She did a lot of sign language. I think. No, was it Beth? Yeah, Beth yeah, came yeah. back. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like it, when you say stuff like that. When I think of 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 Beth Dale, got a shitty ending. I I'm thinking like the, that was like a different show. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of. RV Walking Dead. We talked about this compared last to farm farm prison. Prison yep. ci- city, the city states. We, t- we talked about this where you, they could have made volumes. Yep. of the show, the, the king to with determine his tiger. The eras. Yeah, it, there was just a lot. There were too many characters, too many characters. 
There's just two like it, and yeah. it's it's got what I, you know how I said about the difference between Marvel and 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 Star Wars that Star Wars kind of up until recently painted with like this if you were laying out uh, I always look at it as like a color palette when you're painting. Star Wars had about four colors. Marvel has like uh, it's like the 96 count box of crayons. Yeah. Star Wars is like that original six 16 colors. Eight, you know what I mean? Eight, eight yeah. colors. Like Walking Dead colored with about five colors and that's it. Like they did their what every character they introduced was a slight variation on the same four people essentially. So with with maybe a wild hair character like King Dreadlocks with his pet tiger but like everyone else was like the same three tragic stories repackaged and brought they kill one person then bring in somebody very similar or a whole town's worth of people going you off know. of kind of what you just said and i think remember what we called I read it an- when they'd reload the cast with oh i wonder how many of these people they're just reloading it with future corpses and i just I, got- I read i read an article that they're going and this goes off of what you were just saying evan they were saying that the rick and michonne show is going to be like kind of a cop procedural. They're going to try to do something different, different genres within the zombie genre. But that's exactly like and they. And you know what? I, you know what I think? I don't think they can. No, nope. I don't think it's going to work. It's still not varied it's enough horror. And and you can color say pa- star- the color palette right. is still There's not too enough. narrow. And Star Wars has a bigger color palette than well, this. Like when when James Gunn because this announced- is a zombie apocalypse, and that's it. And it can't be anything but a zombie. If you're gonna try to make it lighthearted, oh, yeah, we all love a great how dish. about how about they jump <laughs> forward? Yeah, sorry, that was me watching nice. cooking yeah, shows. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they show Walking Dead? A walk. Now, this is what would interest me: a Walking Dead show jump forward 10, 20 years to show an aftermath. But anyway, like when James Gunn announced the Maybe DC stuff, when James Gunn announced the DC his plan, he announced one of the projects was a show a Green Lantern show that he said was going to be more akin to um, what's the detective show that was so popular with Woody Harrelson and true detective, true detective. He said, it's going to be like true detective An anthology with, with a couple of Green Lanterns solving kind of crimes. And I'm like, oh, okay, fuck. I'll, I'll give that a whirl. That sounds weird and interesting. Like it's a different take on something where, but with comic books, you have like this Depends. very broad color palette to fart with. But with Walking Dead, you tell me, oh, yeah, Rick and Michonne. Oh, so don't tell me. Michonne, sword, they're trudging through woody trees. They're saving people. They're, it's uh, did you ever, know, a more did, procedural version did you of ever Walking go, Dead. I just don't see did it. Did you go back to Fear the Walking Dead? No. So that show's still going, right? Yeah. And didn't Morgan Wait, cross over to that show? it's still on? Yeah. I think it was, this is its last season. Didn't Morgan cross wow. over? How the many character seasons? Morgan? Is it one of those shows where when you hear how many seasons there are, oh, you're yeah. just shocked? Yeah. What did I hear the other day when I'm like... I'm a pacifist, and I'm going to the other show now. Well... But I'm not a pacifist, because I got to kill the, people. The only other I, Walking Dead I would watch I is know. if they do what they promised they would do with Fear the Walking Dead and show us the genesis of the zombie apocalypse. I would watch that. Because that, listen. That's what I thought it was going to be. I like zombie stuff. Like 28 Days Later, one of my favorite movies ever. Love zombie, like a well-told, but a zombie, the sweet spot is right, like you said, when it happens. Yeah. The beginning of Walking Dead is essentially when it happens. I don't need to know how it happens. Some of the best zombie movies are, are where you don't know where the zombie 
thing came from. I know, I know I like, when I, we talked about this, Evan, you know, off the show, whenever some things were happening and it was being advertised to death, but I will say The Last of Us has done a great service to the genre because haven't watched somebody, it, but it's the some, greatest video game adaptation apparently ever. As somebody that, you know, was sick of Walking Dead and couldn't even finish last season and a half, I thoroughly enjoyed watching here's that. A fun, here's a fun ex- exercise. Just, I know we're almost done. Yeah. If you could, with seeing the success of Last of Us, what is one video game property, one video game title you think, and it, it generally it usually ends up being like a more modern story, but like what video game would you love to see get the Last of Us treatment? Like HBO's like, all right, we're going to make four seasons of this and we're going to give it the budget it needs to be great with the right creators just like last of us for me it's red dead redemption mm. i think the red dead story with james with marsden and then and, and arthur and the the vanderlyn gang i think it would make four c or five seasons of a fucking stellar western but like that's me i don't know like i would have to think more about it i, I anything think like dead space i think mass effect has a mass lot of potential as a as a show dragon age maybe they made an anime i didn't watch it like mass effect mass effect with a lot of like it would be acceptable to rejigger it around a little bit to kind of they they would have to story right they would have mm, to big budget they would have to really focus the story are they okay harry potter so this is the last thing i want to mention on the show because we talked about it a lot and i've i've mentioned it a lot are they rebooting harry potter they are making a new TV series based on the Harry Potter books with new cast. It's going to be long form. It's been 20 years. Yeah. And I, and that's all I said. Are it you, only underlines are my you point. excited or, or oh, unhappy? I'm super happy about it uh, because this is what I've wanted. I want them to expand on everything that's in the books. It only underlines what I was saying earlier. You can have a perpetual storytelling. You can have world building. Those things are not inherently bad. Yeah. Like handing a pre-made ball to somebody. Is, now, I think the key is the person has that's like, okay, here's Game of Thrones. Here's Marvel. Here's Harry Potter. The original person who created, like they always say that about Star Wars, like George Lucas isn't involved. I don't want to watch it. I'm like, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like legitimately, uh, you know. Like J.K. Rowling didn't have a whole shit lot to do with the movies, right. but you know now I, I've heard the exact same thing. They're rebooting Harry Potter. I've heard people go, "Leave it alone," and I'm just like, "Why should things? Why does things have to live in a bottle?" Like I love the idea, the challenge of seeing, like, "Hey, creator A handed off his his thing." Look at Alien. Look well, at term like like best, Alien went from from Ridley Scott to James Cameron to the best you know, example it, you've given in the past is Douglas Adams. Change it, guide. change it up, do yeah. it again, reboot mm-hmm. it. Who cares? Yeah. Douglas Adams is like by saying things should stay static, you're saying that that thing should die. Yeah. Like as beloved as some old movies are, if it's just a movie that lives in a in a stasis, think about our project to watch. Oscar movies. Yeah. We realize that there's a certain... I mean, listen, Casablanca is a great movie. It's boring. (laughs) I'm just saying, like... The last thing I was going to mention is on those same lines, and maybe this isn't good news, but uh, 
the Lord of the Rings. I don't know yeah, if you guys saw that. they're doing new movies. They're doing new movies now. And they're going to break each book into at least their own. Each one will be their own trilogy. So each movie that we will remember is going to be three movies. So it's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think this is a cash. Plus The Hobbit. This is a cash grab, I'm calling it. There is no if reason you, to If do you this. ask me, would you rather have a reboot of the movies in theaters or another season of Rings of Power? I'd pick Rings of Power. I like yeah, enjoyed and Rings of Power. Bad, we could talk a whole lot. Next episode, we can talk more about Rings of Power, but yeah. I will just say Rings of Power, I read some stuff recently. It is not getting the viewership. It didn't have a sustaining tell you viewership what did, throughout tell you what the season. Tell probably going to get another season? The Dragon Show. The well, no, it will. It got, it, got a good, it got real good ratings. But it's sad because I really enjoyed Rings I'm, of Power. And they're going to do another season of it. They already I'm curious about Harry Potter. I'm, I'm honestly curious what they can do. I know the that show. J.K. Rowling's under fire. I'm leaving that aside. We can talk a about that a lot of day. Harry, A lot of Harry Potter fans are leaving her aside. Yeah. Uh, but the the fact that this... I mean, I think there's been enough time between the movies... And I think it's, a, I just, like I said, I've always wanted this and I think it's a good time to do it. I, I, f- I just, I don't think things, especially, I mean, I'm, sci-fi and fantasy lend themselves to perpetual storytelling and world building. Yeah. It just does. It, and, and when you can get attached and invested in characters and watch them like, develop and change and p- different directors and writers takes on certain characters and properties it's just fun it's a different kind of fun like it like if you what you're like when people are like i i can't watch any more star wars i'm like okay so you want them to not make any more star wars and then what are the chances somebody's going to create something just as good because the stuff we're talking about has only existed for the last what 30 40 years the star, it started with Star Wars. Before that, there was nothing like this, like Marvel, like Star Wars, like right. whatever. So we're literally Universes, still in the worlds. genesis. So for somebody to sit around and go, those things need to happen and then be put away. If George Lucas is involved in Star Wars, I don't want to watch it. I'm like, do you realize the slim chance that somebody's going to create something they're doing as, as there's vital and, and, and creative and awesome and beloved? As star- like, and they're, what do- you ask, they're doing like- that with Lord of the Rings too. There's a lot of people that refuse to watch Rings of Power because they say it's fan fiction. To which I say, not exactly, because the Tolkien estate signed off on it. It was really hard to do to get them to do it. It's not exactly fan fiction. And it's- what is fan? So the only thing they'll accept is his notes. I don't know. It to it, me, there's a lot of stories that can be told in that world, and it it would suck you know, to miss. You it. know those people that are really into food and get real fucking like that's not real chili if there's beans in it, that's not real that's the only the only real barbecue is at this one place i'm like here's here's my controversial opinion about like say barbecue all but i would say one percent of all barbecue ever made all taste the same it's all the fucking same it's it's there's so little difference it's the literally the argument we have about shows being 0.05 away from the next one these people that get, I call it when people get too precious about things. You can't touch it. You can't change it. You only have, can do it this way. It can only happen like this. If you don't do it like this or if you do it without this, it's wrong and it shouldn't happen. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, it's, I, I use the term over and over. Don't yuck 
within within reason. And I know most of this podcast is us yucking a lot of people's yum, but <laughs> when you legitimately the world has enough critics to to you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I have, have over the last number of years, I've tried sincerely to just try and love things yep. that make me happy. Mm-hmm. I, I and I'm not saying I'm never going to criticize shit. I'm I'm going to point out when things bug me. We're going to, but do at that. the same time, I'm like, <laughs> when people go that extra mile mm-hmm. just to be like that shouldn't exist. I'm like, no, sorry. <laughs> like, especially if they haven't watched the thing, aren't real fans of the thing it's based on. Like. Some of the people I see commenting say about Marvel, I'm like, like I hate to put my cousin Adam on blast. We were talking about Star Wars, and he used to be a giant Star Wars fan, an old Star Wars fan, not yeah. a new Star Wars fan. I'm like, have, what was the last new Star Wars thing you watched? And he's like, well, the most recent movie trilogy. I'm like, so nothing else? And he's like, no. I'm like, why are you commenting then? <laughs> you don't, You don't have zero frame of reference other than it's not what i remember from when i was a kid i'm like that is the sh- the softest shittiest sand on which to build your home you know what i'm saying i it, get it yeah. like it it, it, it it was the same as whenever i was watching the spurs they were doing well but people would comment oh but they choke in the fourth quarter or they cho- they do this and i like, like my thing I'm, I'm like but you're talking about five years ago that's not who they are now. You know, it, that a lot of people do that. Well, that, that, that's that, like, and, and you immediately kind of feel a little defensive because yeah. you're like, it's so good. Though. What are you fucking talking yeah. about? It's so good. Like, which is like, you know, like I'm watching She-Hulk going like, man, what a weird, funny, irreverent, dumbass show. And like, everyone's like, this is an abomination. And I'm like, okay, chief, fucking get over it. Like, uh, I don't know. We're we're gonna wrap it up here. Sorry, no, it's it's, can, it's good to it's be good. to be continued. Yeah. So uh, the last three hours, I hope you enjoy doing your laundry or <laughs> driving your, driving to for a job or going yes uh, to Texas, taking a shower <laughs> or something, ignoring your kids. I don't know. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we're gonna try and do this every month. We're yeah. gonna have some every other characters month. come back. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, Johnny D hasn't even showed up, but we'll get him next time. Are we going to get Christopher back? If I figure out. Christopher should be back. Yeah, yeah. Christopher might come back. Maybe, uh, maybe Zach from uh, Ghost, uh, Ghost Zach, Adventures. Yeah. Or, or Zach Morris. Or Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah he's out. the biggest villain of the Dog at Club time podcast. Out. <laughs> hey, time <laughs> out. Maybe it's time to to, to go over uh, the Save by the Dark, Save by the Bell reboot we keep yeah. dancing around. Yeah, We need to get to that. Really, right. really write it out. But uh, yeah, we will see you all next time. And this has been a dog at club. Long, fun. This is what it's going to be, guys. Yep. We're working it out. We'll catch you on the flip.